Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Progressive is proud to honor our veterans by donating vehicles to move their lives forward, especially in times of need. This year celebrates eight years and more than 750 vehicles donated. Learn more about their Keys to Progress program and plans for 2020 at keystoprogress.com. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Raiders! Oakland, L.A., Oakland, Vegas, Raider Nation, wherever, forever! You got your old Uncle Mosh and Raiders fan radio from Murph's Man Cave, taking a lighter journey into the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride. Here we go! What is up, Raider Nation? Your buddy Murph back once again for what we hope to be a fantastic episode of Raiders Fan Radio. Episode number 154, uh, coming to you live from Murph's Fan Cave. I uh, got a lot to get to tonight, uh, so we're going to try to keep this thing as, uh, as streamlined as we can because we all have a lot to say, uh, go figure, with, uh, uh, with what happened uh, there at the Oakland Coliseum for the last game ever, the last ride ever uh, for the Oakland Raiders at the Coliseum. Uh, 
appreciate all of you joining us live. You can join us live every Wednesday night for the most part at uh, 7 o'clock, usually between 6 and 7 o'clock Central Standard Time. And uh, you find us on the YouTube, youtube.com slash Murph's Fan Cave. And when you do that, you can join in the chat. We have the absolute best chat room going, best chat room uh, in Raider Nation. And we appreciate you all in there. Appreciate Kevin the Raider Nerd, Herman Munster, Mojo is in there, Pirate 1975, Rick Avi, Jesse Perkins, Hardcore Raider, Adam Hill, Adam Garcia, uh, let's see, Bob Ellis is in there, Jesse Rosales, Raider Vic, Dave Cooper, Raider Ramirez, Atticus B. Rockin', man, we got all kinds of people in there Super tonight. Super Deuce, Q-Dog, Coach Davis and Haley. Full Metal uh, Mexicans full metal, in there. Uh, the Shape. I got all kinds of folks in there. Man, good stuff, man. Appreciate all of you. Uh, You guys are the best. The chat room knows more about football than we do. They're smarter than we are. They're funnier than we are. And if you're not uh, in the chat room uh, for the live episodes of Raiders Fan Radio, you're missing out, man. It's it's a good time in there. Appreciate all of you uh, joining us tonight. All right, so that uh, that voice that you heard, of course, comes from the unmatched, the unapologetic, the unloving of the wars. What do you think, Mosh? How do you think Palpatine comes back? You think he's a hologram? Do you think he's an actual, like, I'm just saying. You know, a lot of people have this theory that, like, in, in Harry Potter, like, you, like, like Voldemort tied his spirit to, like, a, like a physical thing. It's like the Horcrux, and they're wondering if the, if the Emperor did that to the pieces of the Death Star. And now for something completely different. Like, why would Ray be searching for pieces of the Death Star anyway? Like, I'm just wondering what's going on there. It will be kind of cool to see her and Poe and Finn all the... Star Wars comes out this week, y'all. Who? The Wars, Marsh! The Wars, baby! Oh, boy. I know you're so excited. But welcome to the show, regardless, the one and only Uncle Marsh! Hey, I got nothing. <laughs> hit uh, the button, nerd. All right, I hit the dead button. Hey, Mosh. Sir. You know, you're looking awful good over there. I'm feeling good. You're feeling good. Why am I feeling good? Well, well, because you're closing in towards the end of a school year. Cover your eyes, Haley. Oh, jeez. Oh, no. Oh, look. Ah! Psych. <laughs> Tell them about what I'm wearing, Murph. You're closing on the end of a semester, too, by the way, not the end of a school year. I meant you're going into your winter break is what I was trying to say. But anyways, as you can see there on the YouTube channel, Uncle Mosh is dancing away. He's got his number 12 snake shirt on. That's right. And I uh, ain't shedding the skin. (laughs) He's he's got the fine number 12, and uh, instead of it being like a solid silver on the black shirt, it's in a snake pattern. And uh, it's an awesome, awesome shirt. And those come to us courtesy of our buddy Just Win Johnny and One Nation Fanware. And uh, I'll switch over to my camera here, and you can see I'm wearing the uh, the snake shirt. Uh, it is the G.I. Joe version of it. Oh, man, it's awesome, if y'all. Kevin the Raider nerd, I hope, has one of these because he's a big G.I. Joe guy. Uh, but it says uh, an, an Oakland football hero, and then it's got the snake 12 on it, and uh, it, it's super, super cool. And so not only do we thank Johnny for his willingness to uh, to hook us up with a, with a couple of shirts, and he's got some stuff for Swago too. Uh, appreciate Johnny for that. But most importantly, 
Go to OneNationFanWare.com, and anything you buy that's got the snake stuff on it, it goes to support, the proceeds go to support the Stabler XOXO Foundation. That is Kendra Stabler in memory of her dad. Uh, the foundation uh, helps um, research and fight the uh, effects of CTE and head injuries in sports. So right, very, right, very, right. very cool stuff. So definitely support XOXO Foundation and our buddy Just Win Johnny and OneNationFanWare.com. Johnny's got the stuff, man. He has got it going on. I love it's cool stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, pardon me. I'm gonna put my uh, my. I'm gonna leave, leave my my sweatshirt open here so I can uh, uh, show off my shirt. But it's about eight degrees in the fan cave tonight. <laughs> I love it. I, know, I right? call it fat guy weather. So, so some of you don't know, but Murph's <sighs> Murph what? diets. And I don't he eats diet. I, oh, I, shut up! I'm talking. I I, I stifle. Exercise. Oh, you're healthy over here, Mike. You want to Lost some weight. I'm talking here. All right, all right, you go. Okay, put a sock in it there, Hot Rod. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, wait, what show is this? (laughs) It's Mondays with Mashi Ann Murph. We're talking Raiders and football dirt. Okay, hold on. You do that, and I'll do the thumb dance. No, I'm not rapping no more. Oh, man. Okay, anyway, so... What was I talking about? I God, I hate being old. Oh, me old. getting cold. Oh, so I call this fat guy weather. I yeah. love it. So I tell yeah. all my kids at school, right? I keep it about 40 degrees in my classroom. Nice. I mean, like, I want to see my breath. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. I want, I want to hang meat in the classroom. And I always keep it cold. And they're like, Coach, why is it so cold? Why is it so cold? And I'm like, because I have bulked up for winter. And I want to see all you skinny people. Sw- I, I, I mean, <laughs> while I'm sweating, I want to see all you skinny people shiver. And I love yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You know, and they're all young and fit and everything. And they're just over there going. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm having meat sweats just thinking about lunch. Yeah. Remember that? I remember one time when uh, it was in the, when I was in my larger days. And you're yeah. like, you got the meat sweats there, Murph. And I'm like, meat sweats, toast sweats, pasta sweats. Yeah, yeah, I got yeah. them all, man. I'm like, I got thick skin, heavy bones, and a lot of blood. I ain't fat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Good stuff. Man. Well, all right. So uh, well, we're going to jump right into episode number 154 of Raiders Fan Radio. As you can hear, I'm sure uh, it's just Mosh and myself tonight. No swag, Jeff. Uh, that doesn't mean he won't make an appearance uh, when I get to uh, his segment that he always uh, handles for us. But before we get to that, just real quick, a little bit of housekeeping. So we're going tonight. You'll get a Raiders fan radio. We're taking all next week off. Uh, I might have some Mojo Pod Show or some Fan Club Blitz stuff to put up on the network. But Raiders fan radio, we're, we're going to take off all of next week. But then we will be back the following week, which is the week of New Year's. But we're not going to go New Year's Day, I don't think. I think we're going to do that Thursday. Okay. Is that we talked about something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways. So the third or something? Yeah, just just stay tuned. We're not going to go New Year's Day because I think that falls on the on the Wednesday. Uh, so we won't be do- there's going to be plenty of other things to do, like watching football and spending time with family that you guys are going to want to do anyways uh, and not listen to a couple of chuckleheads in a, in a bonus room talk about the Raiders. So, uh, so we'll just pay attention on that uh, for those of you that are – so inclined to keep up with the programming schedule here on the Murph's Fan Cave Podcast Network. Hey, the yeah. greatest thing I've ever seen on the chat. What's that? Come on, Full Metal Mexican. I'm freezing my butt off, yet I'm eating a McFlurry. 
Oh, come on. <laughs> oh, nice. Come on. Nice. I dig it. I dig it. Yeah, that's good. All right. So, uh, okay. So, I mentioned Swag Jeff. So, his uh, top segment every week is the number. And we take our episode number, which in this case is 154, and we relate it back to something significant within the Raider Nation. And Swaggo hit a home run here on this one. He's yeah. Been, he's been doing good, man, with these. And, uh, and, you know, so he sent me this message, and it says, it's a 24 kind of night. And we're not talking Jack Bauer, Mosh. Okay, we're, come on. We're talking Willie Brown, and we're talking Charles Woods. Two of the greatest defensive backs to play, not only for the silver and black, but in the league's history. And speaking of that, we're going to get into a lot of the Raiders' greatest, the, the players that have been on the NFL's greatest and all that. We'll probably do a lot of that in the offseason when we got a lot more room to talk about stuff. So that's coming. But here's two of the guys that are on the list. So Charles Woodson and Willie Brown. Both wore number 24 and both played... 154 games as Raiders. Stop it. How about that? Really? Yeah, now both of them, so so Chuck Woodson had some time at Green Bay. Sure. Willie Brown, we know, was a Bronco before he was a Raider. Right. But as far as Raider games, they both played 154. No kidding. Absolutely. So great one there from Swag. And also, uh, he puts in a tag, some NFL execs did their voting for the awards, and Josh Jacobs right now is their Rookie of the Year. So good stuff there from Swag. Uh, appreciate him, and uh, appreciate the insight there from, uh, uh, from, uh, from Jeff, man. That's good stuff. Good job. Yeah. All right. So uh, here at the top of the show, uh, we like to give respect. We don't do shouts. We don't do shout, 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 shout. We don't do shout-outs. We don't do props. Nothing wrong with those things, but we like to give respect. So we're going to give respect to, uh, well, just when Johnny. Thank you for the gear. And there you Absolutely. Go. Good stuff there. Appreciate him. And, uh, but also, we're going to give respect to, look, we, I like to think that we do a good job of giving respect to Raider fan as a whole. That's the whole point of this show being called Raiders Fan Radio, is that uh, we want to celebrate Raiders fans. So uh, we give respect every week, but, you know, a little additional love here, you know, a lot of respect for Raider fan, a lot of respect for those of you. I mentioned it uh, last week that, you know, Mosh, I don't feel bad for the city of Oakland, but I feel bad for the residents. I feel bad for Raider fans that go to the games week in, week out. And so, so much respect to Raider fans. We're going to talk a little bit about the Raider fan reaction to the game and stuff later on. Um, but, you know, despite anybody's feelings one way or the other about it, I just feel bad for the fans, man. I just got a lot of respect for, uh, for the way that Raider fans showed up uh, and especially uh, the way that they, uh, you know, they were there to rep the team in, in, in a tough spot uh, there at the end of the game. So just a lot of love there. But so, okay, so speaking of that, so a uh, good friend of the show, our sergeant at arms, Big Raider Trucker, if you listen to the show, you know who he is. He had a couple calls this week, and they were funny because I felt like they were very representative of how a lot of us were feeling. I mean, I was telling Swag today, and I was telling Mosh today, and especially earlier in the week. I mean, I don't get, like, mad. I mean, I try to keep football in perspective, right? You know, you get faith, and you got your family, and then after that, you know, maybe career, and then, you know, football's down the list a little ways. But still, because it's such an emotional thing, you try not to get invested in it too much, but it just happens, man. I'm a Raider fan, you know, and so I get caught up in it, and I got mad. Like, I was pissed. Like, it was more than just, like, being sad. It was, like, like genuine, like, not anger is the right word, but just mad. I was just mad at the team. I still kind of am. And usually by Wednesday, usually by the time we get to here, we're far enough away from Sunday. I've kind of leveled out and we try to maintain a a positivity to this show. Um, But man, I just, 
just kind of feel ill about this whole thing still. So anyways, all that said, I thought Big Raider Trucker did a great job twice calling the show and leaving kind of his emotional state on the team and where we're at right now. And I got a feeling that this might have represented a lot of what you all were experiencing. So here's a couple back-to-back calls from our good friend, Emiliano, the Big Raider Trucker. Trucker here, not in a good mood, but you know what? I'm going to try to be as positive as I can. What's up, fellas? Uh, you know, that's the game was an absolute <laughs> show. And I know everyone wants to be hyped. All we came out on fire. We came out. You know what? This is the perfect ending to Oakland because once again, this loyal fan base has gotten royally f***ing screwed. It, I, I'm so upset with the franchise, but it's nothing new, so I can't even be that upset about it. It, 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 this is the perfect way to us for us to go out. That little thing that, that the Raiders Instagram posted one last time, I did an edit on it and said the Oakland Raiders will break our heart one last time. And you know what? It is what it is. Now, as far as the blueing and everybody wants to get their <laughs> panties in a bunch about people throwing stuff, breaking, you know what? It's, it's well-deserved. You know what? We put so much money into this team, so much effort, so much love, and for them to go out, and you know what? How <laughs> dare you, Derek Carr, to fucking put your between, well, you don't even have this. Whatever you have between your legs, go to the black hole and dab it up with Gorilla Rilla. You know what, Derek Carr? That's unacceptable. You went out there and your press conference about, oh, well, I, I guess the fans don't want to hear from me. You know what? You totally lost me, Derek Carr. And as far as the defense go, there's two names that we need to consider. Matt Patricia and Todd Bowles. Both of them are not working in their situation right now. So if those two men become available, those are the only two I want in that defense partner spot. And you know what, John Gruden? This comes to you. We needed this win. We needed to send Oakland out in a good way. And for you to do this to us, John Gruden, I'm not happy, and I'm very pissed off right now. But you know what? It is what it is. It's on the Vegas. Trucker out. Oh, is he the best? He's so funny. He's so damn funny. Okay. He's so funny. Okay, so he called back. There was more. There was more. <laughs> Trucker here again. You know what? I just got to give the Raiders another piece of my mind because there's just so much that I can't get out, and I just have to. You know, Google Voice, you. You know what? This pipe dream or whatever us Raiders Nation is is living off of as far as, oh, man, yep, it's going to start in Vegas. You know, uh, Vegas is going to turn up. You could put lipstick on a pig, and it's still going to be a pig. I don't think, and I don't dare us to even start to think that uh, Vegas is going to turn around. Yeah, do you really think we're going to have people lining up? And I'm the one who said I'm calling myself out. Do you think we're going to have people line up uh, to come to the Raiders to put this uh, of a performance on the field? Hell no. And you know who else I got a bone to pick? With the NFL. The NFL has royally f***ed us since 2002. And way before that, you know what, Al Davis set this up, and Al Davis was the only man in the Raider organization to have balls and to do something about it. All the other that we got running this ship need to be fired. It's just an absolute disgrace, and I feel bad for Al Davis for for, for the shit we've done, and he's rolling over in his grave right now. You know what, NFL? This was a perfect opportunity, and you did it once again. You screwed us, and you screwed us well. And we've done nothing but love these Raiders, and given everything we've had, money, Time cancels family events to just go see our Raiders play, and this is the big slap in the face you get from the Raiders and the NFL. I'm sick and tired of it. I, 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 I'm just pissed, and it's bullshit. I, I can't say enough about it. Uh, I, I'm just at a loss for words. 
I just don't. I don't know. I'm at a loss for fucking words, and it's unacceptable. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, I, I, I just. Uh, uh, You know, the best part about that, uh, we know Trucker. Oh, wow. Yeah. Good friend of and, ours. Oh, my gosh. He's so funny. Uh, Isn't I that wa- great? I, I wish I was riding shotgun for that. Oh, my I gosh. I wish I was riding shotgun for that. And God forbid anybody cut him off oh my on the God. road. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if they had a Bronco sticker on their car. <laughs> <laughs> or driving a Bronco. Oh, oh. oh my God. So funny. Funny. So funny, man! Big Raider Trucker, you rule, my friend. Oh my gosh! Hey, that's exact. Look, and and I love it that. And yes, Kevin, I was using your wipes. I'm gonna have to use them again. Anti fog oh. wipes because I was cracking up through that. Hang whole on, thing. I'm gonna do a preemptive. Go ahead, right go now. for it. Go for it. Sizzler. 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 Oh, Sizzler. Ah, oh, he brought it, didn't he? He brought it. Yeah. Way to go, Truck! Uh, oh my gosh, so funny. So funny. So yeah, man. I mean, that's. I love it that he kind of left no stone unturned. You know, he didn't pick on just Eric Carr. He didn't pick just on Don he Green. Got he didn't everybody. pick just on the ownership. He didn't pick just on the defense. He, he hit them all. And, it's, and that's where ultimately the blame lies. But we're going to get into plenty more of that later. All right. Um, so, okay. So here we go from that, which, again, like, salud. Like, absolutely feel 100% that way. I mentioned I'm feeling like a little, you know, I'm kind of pissed. I'm feeling anger. I got the same feelings that Trucker's got and so many of you got. And then here comes this new caller. And here comes this guy. And he actually called us twice. I'm going to play the second of his calls this week um, just so we can get everybody else in too. Uh, but here we got this, our new caller. I believe it's Gil, Fabricator Gil. Uh, he called us live from the tailgate and then called us once again afterwards. And this was a really, really nice very complimentary, not just to us, but just <laughs> overall call. And so it's definitely got a different tone. So let's check in with Gil. Hey, Murph Mosh, the game. This is Fabricator Gil. I told you I was going to call yesterday from the game. I did. I have I, no idea what I said. Uh, it was a great tailgate, best ever. We crashed it, me and my daughter. Picked up a few bottles of Patron, big bottle of Jack Daniels, went around and just crashed everybody's tailgate it was great i saw good food we went there best time we've ever had sad the way it ended it is what it is uh, i want to thank you guys you really got me through some tough times uh, i've always been 100 percent raiders really never negative that's pretty much how your show is and uh again uh bought the season tickets in vegas and we went to the, the training camp and all excited Matt got traded, got kicked in the nuts. I was down, but uh, just listening to you guys, uh, it's really helped out. And, and I've been listening to you guys for mid uh, mid twenty episodes, so really like your show. And um, like I said, back when Matt got traded, it was sad. Uh, didn't feel that bad about the Raiders <laughs> yeah. uh, losing to Gruden and Tampa, but um, it, it, it was ugly. But uh, the positive, you know, I never thought we were going to do that good that year. We played against the Rams in the opener. I missed you guys. Got a little too, uh, drank a little too much to, to get in your area at the opener. <laughs> I missed you guys at uh, Tennessee. I was hoping to make it. It worked, worked in allow me. It was last-minute stuff. I was hoping to make Detroit. Same thing with work. But I plan to be on uh, Vegas 
at the draft. Hope to see you guys there. Maybe we can hook up. Uh, looking forward to everything. So, again, you guys have uh, been positive, uh, kept me up through the season. I want to thank you. I really appreciate it. I'm going to have to agree with you, though, on car now after seeing that game. It might be time. It's definitely time to get another quarterback. No question about that. But um got to beat this damn Reaper, damn little shithead. But uh, <laughs> I'll call you back. Get made. Get one of those shirts. Thanks again. Take it easy. All hey. right. Yeah. You know what I heard on the radio today? What's that? Cam Newton might be available. Yeah, that's. Did you hear that? Well, Q's been talking about that for yeah, a minute. Yeah, 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 he has. But uh, they were saying that with you know them going to it, getting a new coach, and I yeah, mean, how badass would that? He's be? a freaking MVP, man. Right? Like, I mean, you know, so yeah. There's, but I'm with you, Gil. It's time for for competition. I think at a minimum. But here's what I want to say about Gil's calls. That let me tell you, man, how uh, much I appreciate. I'm gonna give you a little inside baseball here. So I'm telling you, man, I was demotivated. This this game was rough, man. Like, and I know it's, and I'm speaking for all of you. And I hope not, not I, all of them. Not well. I I for many of the at least the right, sentiment right, right. coming out of it. You, regardless, you don't feel good about it. I guess is what I'm saying. Sure. Well, I'm, sure. what I'm saying How is can that you? N- right. None of us felt good about it. So that being the case, and being kind of demotivated by it, I'm like, there's really not anything about the Raiders right now that motivates me to go to work to put this show together to come on here and talk. Like, there's nothing about the team. And then I was thought about. I was telling Swag this and, and Mosh a little bit today. I'm like. I think about our callers. I think about our, you know, people that listen to us and join us in the chat. And like, and you know, those are the things. And I'm, you know, hanging out with with Uncle Mosh and when Swag's here, and like, like it's a family thing for us. And like, those are the things that like I, I lean on. And Gil then has this like, because and I because originally I was thinking like, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna crush him. I'm gonna get the Raiders. I'm gonna go. But then I can listen to Gil and he's like, I like you guys because you're positive about things. And you know. Not everything happens in life the way you want it to, man, and you still got to maintain a positive mindset on it. And look, and it doesn't mean you got to apologize for people, and it doesn't mean we got to accept losing. It doesn't mean we got to like it, and I don't to any of it. But, um, but you know, man, I'm still, I, I, I'm not going to crush the Raiders today. I'm not going to crush Derek Carr, Paul Gunther, John Gruden. I'm not going to crush them. Do we want to hold them accountable? Yes. Do we want different results? Yes. Do we want a better product on the field? Do we want to represent the legacy of the team, the reasons that we all fell in love with being Raider fans? Do we want the current state of the Raiders to embody that and represent that and fulfill that? Yes. The answer to the questions are all of that, but us screaming and hooting and hollering as much as that, like, and I'm not saying anything back at Big Red Trucker because I loved his freaking Oh, my call. God. It was, the, it was yeah. the best. But, I mean, but, like, you know, I think that there's plenty of room for that on on the interwebs out there for other shows to do, and we're just gonna keep it like we always do, man. We're gonna we're gonna keep it light best we can. We're gonna celebrate the fandom. We're gonna celebrate the passion. So whether it's folks like Gil, folks like Big Raider Trucker, folks that are in our chat room, we're gonna celebrate your passion for being a Raider fan, and and ultimately that's it. And that's where Mosh, I think it all comes together uh, for us. Is that that? Am I making sense uh, there? I mean, you're close. You're close. I mean, I, I guys, those. I mean, I, there's not many of us loyal listeners that are older than me. And you know, I'll be 61 next week, and and I, I've been doing this for nearly half a century. Yeah. You know, I've been a, I've been a fan that I can remember for about half for about a half a century for about five decades now for 50 years. I've been through this before. 
I've been, I've, I've, I've been with the good and I've been with the bad, and, and I and I'm related to the ugly, you know. So, <laughs> you know, it, it's it's what we do. It's it's what binds us. It's it's part of our fabric. It's part of our glue. You know, we. You 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 said it you earlier in the year. You said, "Oh, I'm not going to get set up for another you know another year of 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 rejection and loss and all this crap that you're going through right right now." now. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I call you on it, and I'm like, "Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Yes, you will, because you're your uncle's. <laughs> you know, you are you are that. You know, and and it, it it's yeah. There was a lot of there was a lot of crap out there." You know, it was a it was a poop show for sure, but you know that's it's going to get better. It can't get much worse. <laughs> it can't get worse. <laughs> hey, we can still go five hundred. We still, we that, got a shot, and I, you know, and I hate to be the the eternal optimist, but man, well, I gotta be. You right? know, I gotta have something to root we, for, we've, man. We've got to, we've got to, and we will, and we will. But you know, there, I don't know. I I I'm. I'm I'm right now and and I and I'm just because be, maybe it's age, maybe it's I got a full belly because you made pasta when I came over. <laughs> maybe it could be it could be a lot of things. But I'm saying, all right, all right, let's move on. What's next year going to bring? Who's that new quarterback that's going to challenge Carr? What are these new things? What are we going to man? What's Jonathan Abram going to look Abram like? Abram going to yeah, look like? Because yeah. you know he ain't just sitting there looking at his you know parts hoping they were better. You know, right, this guy's right, right. working out, man. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's it's great. It's great. Well, I appreciate that perspective, Mosh, and I, and I want us to tap back into that again later on the show, too, because one of the callers um, asks for perspective exactly similar to what you just described. Now, his is more in relation to kind of Raider fan as a whole back in the, in the 70s and what that looked like and the formation of the, the renegade fan and all that kind of stuff. But, yeah, but we want to hit back in on that, on your perspective as far as what, you know, where we started, what we went through, and where we are now. And Because I, I think that's awesome. And that's one of the, the, my favorite things about, besides just having Uncle Mosh because he's funny, but um, and, 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 you know, the patriarch of our family here involved with the show. But he gives us, you know, like you just said, 50 freaking years of being a Raider fan. You've kind of seen, and not only have you seen that, but you've seen the ebbs and flows of the league. Like, this thing's oh been gosh. around for a long time, and you've seen this thing through all these different eras and incarnations. Right, right, and right. So it's a, it's a really good perspective there. So thank you for that. And uh, let's go ahead. And so, okay, wait a minute. I got one more call to play. Okay, so uh, so that said, so we got these like extremes we've all been going through this week, right? <laughs> right, we these right. Extreme, we've been like, we got the highs, we got the lows. Heck, in the last five minutes of the game, we had we went from the elation to the depths of freaking oh, of, of unbelievable. Of, it was awful. Um, so, anyways, so it r- reminded me of a movie scene, but uh, this could also very easily have been a call between a couple of the made men, uh, Ron. Our Raider, our guy in the chat that, right, that holds right. it down in the chat. And uh, let's just say Swag Jeff. Let's say this is a phone call between Ron and Swag Jeff fresh after the game. <laughs> I, I, don't under, I didn't understand a one word you said. Ron, are you okay? Ron. <laughs> <laughs> Ron, uh, where are you? I'm in a glass case of emotion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, Mosh, let's hit so some contact fun. info and jump into this game. All right, 
right, boys and girls, pay attention. You got your old Uncle Mosh here with an update. That's right. I got some stuff for you. Take out a piece of paper, a pencil, a pen. Ah, heck, use your pocket knife and carve the info into your dashboard as you're driving down the highway. First off, you need to like us on our fan page on Facebook. That's right. Go to Facebook at Raiders Fan Radio Podcast. Don't forget about the Twitter. You know your old Uncle Mosh. He twits now. That's right. Go to at Raiders Fan Radio. Also, don't forget the Instagram at Raiders Fan Radio. Or what about our website? That's right, RaidersFanRadio.com. Heck, if you wanted to, you if you wanted to, if you want to, you can even email us show at RaidersFanRadio.com or call us. On the Raiders Fan Radio Hotline, 909-345-3346. That's 909-345-3346. Don't forget Merv's Fan Cave on the YouTube where you can get all the show links like the Fan Club Blitz with Splatterhead and Fitz. Find all our stuff on podcast providers like Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play. All right, did I hit the time limit? Good. All right, appreciate everyone joining us in the chat. You can join us here every Wednesday night, youtube.com slash Murph's Fan Cave. That's M-U-R-F-S Fan Cave. And in the chat tonight, we got a bunch. Darth Vader Raider, Pirate 1975, Todd, Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, Just Win Johnny. Appreciate the hookup on the gear, Johnny. Uh, Watts Raider, uh, did I say Darth Vader Raider yet? You did. All right, awesome. I'll say it again because it's Star Wars Week, Mosh. What is? Star Wars Week. <laughs> Star wait, Wars week. What, what were we talking about, Kendra Stabler? Again? <laughs> hey, 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 hey. You know. <laughs> Anyways, uh, uh, Emiliano, the Big Raider Trucker, is in there. Argo, Herman Munster is in there. The Big Easy, uh, Kevin the Raider Nerd. What's up, Kevin? Man, I can't wait to chop it up with you about the Rise of Skywalker. Mm, man. It's going to be good. Yeah, and I can't football. wait to chop it up with you about the Mandalorian, man. That, that freaking show is the best. Uh, how funny was it? Mosh forwarded me a tweet the other day, and all it said was "f Baby Yoda." <laughs> I'm like, gosh, Mosh! I'm like, you're freaking, uh, you're your hater for the Star Wars knows no bounds. Uh, yeah, you know, and I, and, and it could be anything that you liked. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it yeah. could be golf. It could be, it could be NASCAR. It could be, it could, it could be Cheers reruns. I don't care. Yeah, what yeah. It is. You pick on me about everything. Yeah, I don't yeah. Okay, so uh, so let's jump into a little bit of the game. So uh, just to kind of kick it off, let's let's uh, let's cleanse the palate, as they say, Mosh. Uh, this is our <sighs> cantaloupe sorbet in the seven course meal. <sighs> we're gonna cleanse the palate. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna take our 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 glass case of emotions, and we're gonna just kind of let it let it subside a little bit, and we're gonna get in touch with uh, one of the classiest men that still represents this organization to the fullest. Uh, that is Fred Belenikoff, and he did an interview with, I'm going to get her name right finally because I wrote it down right here. Come on. Nicole Zalumis, yep. who does uh, lots of interviews for Raiders.com, and she sat down with Freddie B. It's a great long interview. Check it out at Raiders.com. Uh, it's about an eight-minute interview, uh, but there is a about the last minute or two, they are talking to Fred about his experience playing at the Oakland Coliseum. When you look at the Oakland Coliseum, all the history there, the memories, is there one that stands out to you? Just being able to be at that stadium, you know, remembering being in that locker room and going through that tunnel and going out to the field. 
uh, scene of people in a black hole and the people when you're coming out that you know you've seen are hanging over the railings and all that and you get out there and it's very emotional because uh, people actually love you guys. Yeah. You know, and then you know be able to go out there and perform and win some of the games that we had in that stadium. You know, like you know we're talking about you know years ago when when Daryl was playing in '67 we won a championship game here. You know we went 40 to seven. You know the place is going crazy, and then we had with Clarence catch that big ball to see the hands. They going crazy. We had the Heidi Heidi game when we beat the Jets. When all of a sudden everything we just went went against the Jets and we just ended up blowing them out. You know it just goes on and on and on about the games that you you played. It, you know for years the impressive thing with that stadium is every immediate person. Every person involved in any type of uh, media relations, newspaper, whatever, radio, whatever they do, they all want to be here at this Oakland Coliseum because that was like the, the mecca of football, you know, and especially when we had Monday night games here, you know, just so electrifying. So, you know, you had Howard Cosell and all those guys, you know, who were always against us, <laughs> you know, being able to shove it up it's to okay. them. Chip on yeah. your shoulder. Yeah, just brush it off a little bit, you know. Uh, to be part of that is amazing. And then thinking back when I first came into the league and guys like I started with Tom Flores as the quarterback and uh, having guys that, that were there that were cast off from the NFL because it was the NFL, AFL still at that time. And seeing the guys that got let go by the NFL that Al brought in and how hard those guys worked and they were just tough guys. And then going and having success and thinking about because I was young enough and got old enough where, you know, your thoughts go back to them too. Mm -hmm. You know, how it was when I first started with them, you know, how a lot of those guys took care of me, you know, and that kind of just went off into, into the rest of the team. And that's how I was my career. Mosh, now sadly with the recent passing of Willie Brown, is there anybody that represents the Raiders and a link back to that era better than Freddie B, maybe nope. I mean, Phil? I mean, I'm not sure. Oh, list. yeah, Foo, for sure. Yeah. Pretty short list, though, nowadays, Yeah, it's right? a short list. Yeah, it's a short list. Yeah, absolutely. And Cliffy now, with, with, with him being, you know, gone. and um, I mean, double O, we saw him at the game. We saw him oh, at the event. Oh, that know? was good. Yeah. You know, but I mean, just to be to be as in, in, the, in the kind of shape that he's in and being, st I mean, he did that thing with Peyton earlier in the year. With oh, my the whole gosh, that was up. funny. That yeah, was yeah, great. Yeah. That was great. You know, so but but to to be called pretty much the face of that era, I think it's I you know Pluckett was a little bit later, yeah. Um, so it's it's got to be Freddie B. I think it's Freddie it's, B, yeah. man. I think it is. You know, and again, that's no disrespect to any other guys. No, that are, not that are, at all. Still with us, but I I think I think that it's Fred. Certainly the most uh, out there uh, and and the most prominent. And look, he's a Super Bowl MVP, man. I mean, there's just yeah, right. No two ways about it. So uh, anyway, so appreciate Fred's comments there, and I just love the reverence. And this this is the stuff that. Again, Raider Nation is is disappointing as uh, uh, disappointed as we were. This is the stuff. This is why, right? And this is what we try to still connect to because no matter what the Raiders do from here and forever, that stuff never changes. Like that nope. stuff happened, nope. and that story has been written, and it will never change. So. 
People can call us myopic. They can say we live in the past. They can say that we cling to, you know, all these distant memories. Well, whatever, man, because they were still there. They still existed. There was a lot that existed before the iPhone. Uh, you just have to Google it to find out sometimes, you know. So, anyways, uh, appreciate Freddie B there. <laughs> That's so, that that whole phrase is so ironic. <laughs> yeah. There's so much that existed before the iPhone. Just use your iPhone just and Google, Google it. Exactly. Yeah, but, you know, um, we we laugh and we kid and we mostly say Raiders till I die, womb to the tomb, you know, loyal to the soil, and all that when we're winning. But you know, those of us that are that are tuned in tonight, those of us that are that are giving Argo down the road, you know, we're having fun with that, and and you know, it's true, it's really true for a lot of us. You know, there's a lot of us, and hopefully. Hopefully they'll be around, you know, in 50 years when I'm, when I'm long gone. You know, they'll still be around, still be talking to the next generation about that. Remember that comeback that happened in 2020? You know? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when we went 16 and 0. Right, you know? right, right. Because I'm already calling it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> yeah, that, you know, absolutely, Mosh. And that's, that's important, you know, that it's. Look, it's it's easy to rep a winner, man. I mean, it's easy to rep a team when they're when they're doing well. It's really hard when you're repping a team that's not doing well and you have, you know, a fan like, you know, Argo, as Mosh mentioned, who's in our chat. He's a Chiefs fan and he's respectful, so he's fine. He's, you know, he's taking shots at us and whatever, but he's not being vulgar about it. So, you know, have at it, buddy, because you don't have a Chiefs show to go to. So um, you know, so it makes it tough. That's these are the tough times. You got to own your team, man. And, and as much as I may be frustrated with them, we, I own our quarterback. I own our head coach. I own our middle linebacker. I own, you know, whoever. Else. Like I, I, you know, I love them all because they're the Raiders right now. I mean, I'd be happy yep. with the results. Yep. yep. But yep. there are guys like you know what I mean. Like I love them all. I even love that stupid kicker that can't kick it. <laughs> straight how do you kick it that hard left much like know. i don't get the angle like know. he learned that from the uh from that guy that kicked that missed the net remember oh we God. were laughing about oh that my. what was it that was oh, him that was him <laughs> he missed the net that was when he it, missed the oh net my it was against the titans wasn't it yeah he missed it the net. oh man you know so can bad. i just say this please <laughs> sometimes we give mark davis a hard time yes you know and i think i think that I'm like everybody else. The Raiders needed to stay in the Bay Area. But they, you know, but the Oakland Alameda County Coliseum needed to go. Yes. You know, um, I'm wondering what they're going to do with the troughs. You know, has (laughs) has every frat in California bid on those? You know, stuff like that. (laughs) Um, But but I think there's, I just want to say this. I think there's a little issue that people don't get. I don't think it was an attack at the fans. I think that well, hold his, on now. Tell tell him, uh, set it up. Uh, set it up. There's there's folks that are saying, oh, Mark Davis, you know, he rejected the fans, and he, you know, and he rejected this, and he rejected that. He was in a lawsuit with the city of Oakland. He was not in a lawsuit with the black hole. Exactly. He was not in a lawsuit with you and I, with the people that that have made him a billionaire. He was his lawsuit, and that and, and and they were trying to force him to do something to continue to play in 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 the stadium that has been ranked the worst in the NFL. And I don't blame him, man. You know, if 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 you're a mailman and I'm in a lawsuit with you and I'm suing you, that doesn't mean that I'm against every postal employee. 
Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He was in a lawsuit with the city of Oakland. If we want to put some blame somewhere, let's put some blame on the city of Oakland. I'm sorry. I, you know, that's the way I read it. And yeah, he's made some mistakes. Yeah, he needs a new barber. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that we poke fun at and tease at. But the man was gracious when we met him. Very much so. He was he was awesome, and I I, I just can't I just can't get on that bandwagon. I can't either. And I'm and so you know specifically, Mosh is referring to the comments that uh, that Mark Davis made on the field pregame. And, you know, they said. You know, he was asked, what do you think about this being the last game in Oakland? And he, and he said very dismissively, oh, well, I've been through this before, and it's just, you know, so it is. God, I'm paraphrasing, but basically used like an is-what-it-is type statement. It was like, well, you know, it just kind of is. But and to Mosh's point, and I'm with you a million percent on this, that, and I'm not going to build back because you already put it so very well, but you're not going to support something that's attacking you like in the middle of an attack why would you endorse it and so it's important to remember raider nation that he's not taking a shot at you at the fan he, he's taking a shot at the city there's a difference between the city of oakland and oakland raider fans those are two completely different things uh, all right so speaking of guys that uh get a lot of criticism that's a segue as we say Uh-oh, in the biz so a guy that's gotten a lot of criticism on this show. I've lumped him in numerous times with reporters such as Tim Kawakami, Mike Florio, Colin Coward, Stephen A. Smith, uh, John McClain. I mean, there's a, 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 a litany of reporters slash journalists slash radio hosts, media members, whatever you want to call them, that are always on the Raiders' junk, man. They are constantly taking shots at us and reporting in a very, uh, I don't want to call it slanted, but they just report the Raiders in never a good light. There's, It's always heavily negative. It's There's a lot of pettiness to it. Um, and one of those guys has been Mike Silver. And I've ran at Mike Silver. If you listen to this show, you've heard me run at him probably 10 times separately. Because of the way that he is. So he, you know, has, has had an loose affiliation with the team over many, many years. And, and I just never felt that he gave the Raiders a fair shot, again, in terms of reporting. I'm not asking, you know, reporters to report things, you know, inaccurately. If they think something is negative, you report it negative. That's fine. But it's the extra. It's always like they take that extra shot. It's always like they take that extra leap towards their agenda. Or they'll take a story and they'll move it a little bit in order to fit the narrative that they're trying to project. And that's the thing. And of course that's common in, in all of media nowadays, but we especially see it uh, come to life in sports media. And, and again, all those guys that I listed and there are others too, that I'm just not saying off the top of my head. Um, there's Greg Papa's one nowadays, you know, he's all butthurt because the freaking, you know, the Raiders didn't want him back. And now that's why he went to the Niners and, and he's a little sour grapes. And so it comes out uh, that he's sour in his, um, in his commentary. Anyway, so all that said, for that diatribe, Mike Silver is one of those guys, but I will give credit where credit is due. Mike Silver, who you see uh, very frequently on NFL Network, had a very nice uh, audio essay on the Raiders, on their time in Oakland, 
and I thought that it was very well portrayed. Uh, it, this wasn't a, a fluff piece. This wasn't him, uh, you know, just just uh, you know, trying to make the Raiders bigger than what they are, which because I don't like that either. Uh, but this is, a, I thought, a very fair, uh, very um, genuine and sincere uh, audio essay from somebody that you I just didn't expect to hear it from. So, anyways, let's give him props because they're due, and let's check in with Mike Silver and his audio essay. The love affair began in the early 60s at a rickety stadium named for an Oakland undertaker. It migrated mid-decade to a newly constructed coliseum where the Raiders would captivate a city and fan base that mirrored the franchise's ethos. Just win, David. Gritty and blue-collar, stigmatized and iconoclastic, tough and diverse, Oakland and the Raiders became a perfect match with so many indelible images. He's going all the way! Old man Willie! The infield dirt streaked across silver pants. The daunting madness of the black hole. John Madden, in his sideburned, disheveled, arm-flailing splendor, ranting rapidly from the sideline. John Madden's grin is from ear to ear. He looks like a slick watermelon. Even after Maverick owner Al Davis uprooted the franchise to L.A. in 1982, the connection between Oaklanders and the team they love persisted. And when the silver and black came back to the Coliseum 13 years later, the Raider roar returned undiminished. They're back! They're back! It grew louder as a young, hyper-intense coach brought the team back to prominence, and in early 2003, as the Coliseum hosted its fourth AFC Championship game and the costume party raged into the East Bay night. Now the party is over, but so many magical memories remain. Epic victories like the Heidi game. Oakland has scored two touchdowns in nine seconds. And the sea of hands catch. Kenny Stabler, touchdown Oakland! and poignant displays of emotion, like the legendary QB in mourning. Well, on a night like tonight, this has to be the greatest place in the world for Brett Favre to be. The torch lighting to honor the late owner and John Gruden's impassioned return. Come on, you gonna win this game for me! On Sunday, the Coliseum's devoted denizens said their bittersweet goodbyes to the team they love. Our hearts are broken twice. If the nation is still behind you, we'll see you on the other side. Next summer, the Raiders will move to a sparkling new palace in a neighboring state, and they'll be embraced by a new fan base in a sports star city. Back in Oakland, there will only be memories, and the autumn wind will blow especially cold. Wow. Pretty good, huh? Uh, for a hater? Yeah. For a hater, that was amazing. Yeah, yeah, much, yeah. much, much, much uh, respect there, Mike Silver. And that's—I never thought those words would ever come out of my mouth in succession. Uh, that's uh, that's great stuff from him, and we appreciate uh, you know the the you know the ceremony behind that. And you know, there's been a lot of of uh, of, for lack of a better term, pageantry around the Raiders this this last week, and it's been really nice. I mean, there's been a lot of pieces out there, and 
I have a whole list of them. We're not going to get to them tonight because there's just so many. But every major network pretty much had a piece out there uh, in in some form of celebrating uh, what the Raiders are, what they mean to the city of Oakland, what they mean to Oakland fan, uh, the different subsets of Raider Nation, most importantly, the Black Hole, which Uncle Mosh is a card-carrying member of. Absolutely. Um, you know, so there's been a lot of really good stuff out there. So let's let's tag that real quick. Let's get into the to this little piece about um, – uh, about the black hole and one of the things i think is so nice about it is that there was um again a lot of exposés out there this one i believe this is the e60 piece by espn uh and they interviewed uh skull lady uh gorilla rilla uh, wayne mabry and darth raider and the four of them on a panel and they interviewed them and i want you to listen to this because it kind of sets up the idea of the black hole a little bit, but then it gets into a little bit the first part of the interview, and I'm not playing the whole thing because it's it's freaking super long. You can go find it on, on ESPN.com. Uh, uh, but listen to the first question asked or the second question maybe, but listen to the answer. And like that where their answer, these four folks, and their answer ultimately defines everything it is to be a member of Raider Nation. So let's go hear that if I can find it. <laughs> and, and there, there we go. Okay, it's on CBS this morning. There we go. The National Football League is known for its legion of dedicated fan bases, like Cleveland's Dog Pound, the Bills Mafia in Buffalo, and the terrible towel-waving fans of the Pittsburgh Steelers. But one group takes it to another level. We're talking about the infamous silver and black clad fans of Raider Nation. But their devotion has been in question with the team playing its last game in Oakland tomorrow before moving to Las Vegas. We met up with some of the Raiders' most hardcore fans to see what their future with the team might be. Welcome to an Oakland Raiders game day at the Coliseum. Not exactly the typical NFL tailgate experience, and not exactly the typical NFL fans. Gorilla Rilla, on a non-game day, is also known as Mark Acasio. Been dressing up since 95 in Oakland, haven't missed a preseason or regular season. I missed my, uh, my son's wedding because of a Raider game. You missed your son's wedding yeah. because of a Raider yeah. game. Wow. <laughs> Acasio isn't alone in his utter devotion to the Raiders. There's also Kathy Sandlin, Skull Lady. 53 years for me, been Skull Lady for 19. Charles Ibarra, Darth Raider. There was original Dark Raider in the 70s. Yeah, I had to be the guy that carried along that legacy. So 24 years later, <laughs> never missed a game. And Wayne Mabry, Violator. Been Violator for 28 years. That's meant nearly three decades of this, rising before dawn on NFL Sundays to quite literally put his game face on. I'm getting ready for war. This isn't just a fandom, it's a calling. If you can, in just one word. All right, here we go. The Raiders are... Family. Familia. <laughs> Family. Family. All four of them, Mosh, when they asked, what are the Raiders... All four of them separately answered Raiders. I mean, all four of them separately answered family. Look at family. Me. Family. La familia. Them, la familia. Like, isn't that amazing? Like, that's absolutely what it's all about. We say it on this show all the time. And, like, for us sitting here next to each other, it literally is family. Oh, right on, Mosh. There's your violator card. Oh, and, and hey, and not to be outdone, there's the Gorilla Rilla card, Come right? On. Like, I mean, these, look, these, these, 
you know, it really is. I mean, it's just family, man. That's what it's all about. And that's where, you know, thankfully, thankfully, we have that to lean on. When when we have these these rough times uh, as fans, thankfully, we have that uh, to, to, to settle on because, you know, because <laughs> the performance of the team is not, uh, you know, very encouraging at times. All right. So uh, next up, let's go to... Um, you know, another guy that, and, you know, we said Freddie B represents the Raiders and that connection to that golden era of the Raiders, you know, Super Bowl MVPs and, and Super Bowl trophies. I'd say that uh, along with Freddie B, this next guy, Charles Woodson, is equally representative of the Raiders, equally uh, personifies what the it is gen. to be a Raider, but he's the next gen, right? Yep. Exactly. Yep. Yep. And so, uh, so he was invited to light the torch. Uh, by Mark Davis this year for the final game in Oakland. And let's check in with Chuck Woodson before he did it. Ladies and gentlemen, a nine-time Pro Bowler, four-time first-team All-Pro, Raider Nation, please welcome number 24, Charles Woodson. Mark, man, to ask me, Really, man, to trust me with that responsibility of lighting the torch for the last time here in the Coliseum, that meant a lot to me, you know, because there are so many other people, so many great Raider players, so many great people in the organization, so many other, you know, so many superstars and people he could have asked to light the torch the last time in the Coliseum, man, and he asked me. That that meant a great deal to me, you know. I, to me, it really goes without saying, but Mark, I appreciate it, man, you know, dude. You always say, once a Raider, always a Raider. It's real. All right, appreciate that from Charles Woods. Appreciate Mark Davis extending in the invite. It, it is, you know, that was, a, that was a good call. You know, we speculated a lot on who it could be, you know, Coach Madden and a handful of others, and, and glad it was uh, Charles Woodson. All right, we want to hear from Charles also about the fans. Before we do real quick, I'm going to jump into to the, to what's going on in the chat. So we've got a – apparently we've been infiltrated by Kansas City fans over there. And it's – and look, man, uh, we take all comers, man. Like, I mean, obviously this is a Raiders show, and if you've got <laughs> – if you've got nothing else to do as an opposing team's fan and to, and to jump in on a Raiders chat, then knock yourself out. Uh, and you can talk smack and you can whatever in there all you want. But you know what? If you're going to be vulnerable, you're gone like that's something that we're never going to stand for uh around here we're not going to tolerate that uh anything that's hateful anything that's vulgar uh you're just going to get bounced man so don't even waste your time uh so to all of you that are or i'd say all of you it's, it seems like there's like two or three guys maybe uh but that's why ron is in there and is, does an awesome job and appreciate him moderating the chat in there for us thank you ron doing a killer job and uh you know just drop the band hammer on you man if you get out of line it's just it's, again don't waste your time we go, uh, yeah. <laughs> zero tolerance around here for that kind of garbage and you got to remember who you're messing with. I know, right? Like that's <laughs> Our, the that's the funny thing is that the, like, and we're so, not going to give we're not going to give it any credence. But like, you picked the wrong you picked dude. the wrong dude. There, there's a term, couple for a reason. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, like not not only can he handle his business. But he's got all of us. I know, right? Yeah. Like, and it's like, you know, um, we're not really. We don't. We, we intentionally keep what we, you know, our personal lives off the air. Yeah. Yeah. You're picking the wrong people to go at, man. Like just, and it's, and it's not even. <laughs> whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. The, the, the chat knows what we're talking about. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So anyway, so let's shout him out. So we got some good. You, you do it, Ma. Shout us out. Oh man, shout, the big shout out easy the just win. Johnny Watts Raider and the Q Dog Raider, Full Metal Mexican. Super Deuce, uh, Ron the Mater Raider. I mean, everybody's there. Everybody's there. 
Uh, did I say uh, Jesse Perkins? Did I say the Big Easy? You know, uh, Raider Ramon. You know, uh, they're Fox all here. Scorpio, Watts Raider. Franklin 83. Come on. Darth Vader Raider. Uh, yeah, everybody's in. Everybody's in. Good so, stuff. Uh, yeah. Good yeah. stuff there. Appreciate, I love it. Appreciate and it. We, all, we all got each other's back. That's the best Absolutely. part. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Love Ron, man. Thank you, Ron. You were hanging. Uh, you were just, you know, handling business in there. Appreciate you doing that. All right. Uh, let's see. So, we got uh, Charles Woodson. They're lighting the torch. I love, you know, this is why Charles Woodson's great because he's one of the guys that gets it. He kind of, you know, there's a lot of times there seems like there could be a disconnect between, you know, NFL teams and like the fans and like, you know, we can be looked at as just dollars or numbers or whatever. Uh, but there are certain players, certain owners, certain people that represent organizations that get it. Charles Woodson is one of them. And this is one of the reasons that we love him so much. Every fan base, they're unique to, to their team. But, you know, Oakland, man, it, it, it seems like it drives a little deeper. You know, I think if you when you're around Oakland fans, you're in the stadium um, or you're out, you know, at Walmart or wherever you're at, man, it just seems like it drives a little deeper. And, uh, you, know, they, they, you know, the Raiders fans certainly love their team. Um, and it's going to be hard. It's going to be a hard day, you know, for a lot of fans that, that are here in the Bay Area and are used to going to that conference. Special fans, it was always fun to run out there on Sundays. You know, when I was when I was first here, you know, we used to run to the black hole and then run from there. Uh, they changed it up to run the tunnel. But, you know, standing in front of the black hole, you know, and to have the fans beat inside the stadium, the, the amount of, you know, anticipation and, and, and the energy that that would give you before you ran out and played, man, was second to none. So, you know, that's, that's going to be something that's going to be missed. All right, good stuff there from Charles Woodson. Appreciate that. And, you know, like, I mean, that's like the ultimate endorsement of us as fans, like just talking about us that, like, that we get football at a different level and we have a different level of passion. And, you know, we like to think that about ourselves, but it's really cool to hear that from a guy. And this is a guy that, like, went to Green Bay, where it's like, it's not like they <laughs> don't have loyal fans in Green Bay. It's not like he didn't see one of the most, you know, uh, you know, intense fan bases out right, there. Right. Like, you know, when you look at, like, you know, a hardcore fan. Like, there's, like, us, right? There's Bill's Mafia. There's Packer fan. There's, I would say, Bears fan. Um, you know what I mean? Like, there's a handful of fans out there from different organizations that are on the short list as far as intensity of fandom. Right. And Charles has seen the two of the biggest, and he puts the Raider fan continually up on the pedestal. So a lot of love there uh, for Charles Woodson. All right, one more to get into in terms of reaction to the game. Uh, and... I'll tell you what, before we hit this, let me go to you, Mosh. Let's, let's actually talk about the game a little bit. So, because we have, really haven't done that in this, in this part, but I, I, it's fair enough. We got to talk about it. The last audio clip we're going to have is of Cleveland Farrell, and he's talking about the fans at the game and how they responded. And, you know, they, they, we, they reacted adversely. There was a lot of booze. There was a lot of, you know, physicality to it. And I'm going to get into that a uh, little bit of a, a rant here in a second. But before we do all that, I want to hear from Mosh. What were your feelings overall on the game, how it flowed, what it looked like for that last game in Oakland? I don't care where the game was held as far as, as, far as how, how distressing – it was. It could have. It could have been held in that 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 city that's named after a neighboring state. You know. <laughs> it, it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was a. It was. It was heartbreaking. It doesn't matter. 
to quote The Rock. It doesn't matter where <laughs> it was held. It was a bad game for us to lose. Man, and it was it, it, and and there was just it was boom, one thing after another. You know, uh, I, I, I didn't get to see it live because I had a, a prior event that I'd committed to a church. And so <laughs> I'm getting updates, right? <laughs> and then I got the one part of the sanctuary. Faith, and he, family, and football, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I was, I, was, I was working an event backstage. And anyway, I was, able to, I was able to follow it. And then with a minute and 37 seconds left, we're on the 33-yard line and the internet fails. You know, and so that's why I called you on the phone, and I'm like, tell me what happened. Why, when I get to my car and I get interwebs, and I see we lost? How? How does that work? How how does that happen? And and, And then I got with you, and we watched it, and I was like, I was as heartbroken as anybody else. And and that part of it, those guys, if, if, when you talk to football (laughs) players, they'll tell you, the good ones will tell you that, that, they're football players, and that defines them by their job, but it de- doesn't define them as men. Yes, you know, and and I think they they would have, or they could have, or they 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 tried to do the best that they could, but as a unit, as a group, as a whole, they didn't have it, yeah. and it didn't matter if it was in Oakland or Miami or Denver or Kansas City or Pittsburgh. You know, thank God, almost that it wasn't in one of those places. You know, and it was the maybe the last game of the season, or you know, I mean, yes, it's sad. Oh, it's too bad that we went out that way. But you know what? We've lost a whole lot of big games in Oakland, boys and girls. Over the last fifty years that I've been watching, we've lost a lot of good games in Oakland. We've lost a lot of games that we should have won in Oakland. Sucks that it was the last one, but an L's an L. You know, I mean, and, and and we, you know. It's just the way it is, man. It's just the way it is. They, I, they, what else could they have done? With, with the way they are right now, they couldn't have done anything else. Yeah, they made some mistakes. Yeah, they shouldn't have tried to take that guy's head off just because oh he, he looks like he could have been a you know, stunt double for Ron Jeremy or something. <laughs> I mean, come on, what's with this haircut and the headband? You know, what was that? Was, is he, was he rocking a mullet? Uh, he's got a whole thing going he's on that Gardner that, Minshew, you know, and yeah, and as much as as we appreciate the aggression, Deion Jordan, yeah, you can't tackle a guy around his face when you're a quarterback. Yeah, yeah know, unless your yeah. name's Ben Davidson. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's what Mosh and I were saying. Like that move by Deion Jordan hadn't been legal since Ben Davidson. I got excited when I saw it, and then I didn't get excited when I saw the laundry. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh yeah, this is 1965 anymore. Oh my gosh! I know, man. I was I was crazy. So you know, um, yeah, but but you know, and it, and it's and it's everything, Murph. It's it's the dink and the dunk. That it's that giving them those twenty yards from the line of scrimmage. What the heck and, was that? You know, I mean, man? there's so there's so uh, much of it. You know, and and I'm I don't want to rehash it. All I can do is is it did. You know, I I got to go with Foxy on that. That one hurt more than most because it was there in Oakland. I really wanted to see him go out with the W, but. It's still it's it's still a loss, and we still got a rebound. And we still got two more games. You know, um, Tiger Woods says he doesn't remember the last shot. Well, He's always yeah, looking yeah, forward to the yeah. next. You know, the good ones. You know, Larry Bird. You know, I mean, there's there's just folks that that hey, I missed it. I got to go on, and you know, and that's the that's the sign of a true pro. You know, and and let's hope that we've got that in us, guys. I'll go back to four months ago. We were shouting. 
man, we got a shot at six and or uh, eight and eight. We got a shot at eight and eight. We were fired up about that. You know what? We still got a shot at eight and eight. Yeah. And there was a whole bunch of you out there, RFR fam. There was a whole bunch of you that said, hey, nine and seven, seven and nine, either one, I'll take either one, I'll take either one. Anything is better than four and 12. And yeah. we, were those, we were with those people. We were with them. Wasn't it? It's, it hope is a bad thing sometimes. Not a bad thing. Hope is always a good thing. But it's like, it's a, it can be dangerous when misapplied. And I feel like we had hope installed there for a minute. You know, when it was like, you know, we had a shot. It was the Jet. It was like going into the Jets game. We were all riding so high. And then now we have this skid that's happened since then. And it was like, I don't think any of us could have seen that coming. Okay. Could we have seen losing in Kansas City? Sure. But it's like, but to get beat down by the Jets, to get beat down by the Chiefs, to get beat down by the freaking Titans, and then to lose the, a heartbreaker. And it was like, this was a culmination of so many things going into it. And I think that that's where it gets tough, Mosh, is that it's like, if it's, yes, you're absolutely dead on. Eight and eight at the beginning of the year, all of us would have said, yeah, that'd have been great. But then we had this hope that swelled up in us because we saw the potential. And now another point, and, and I, I want to be careful the way I say this, but um, you know, injuries are never an excuse. You see teams deal with injuries every year. Teams like Pittsburgh this year have dealt with the injuries and they've come out doing pretty well with it. But the Raiders really have had a lot of injuries. Like, I'm not using that as an as an excuse. I think that there's a certain amount of coaching that needs to happen to overcome those things, Paul Gunther. But man, when you lose, look at the look, not only look at the amount, but you look at the significance of those players. Carl Joseph, Jonathan Abram, losing Vontez Burford to suspension, losing Trent Brown. Yeah, man. You, you know what I mean? You lose Antonio Brown. I know yeah. that he never took a snap on the regular season, but he was part of the plan coming into yeah, the man. year. You lose Foster Moreau. You, you're like, like, stop me. We only had Gabe Jackson for the – we didn't have him for the first part of the year. Like, it was like – it seems like we've had so many of these things pile up, this this movement and this, this ebb and flow to our personnel – it's hard to find chemistry, right? And so much, especially on defense, is all about what? Communication and chemistry. And we haven't had it. You look at, you look at that stretch we had at the beginning of the season and you look at the amount of players that were there through training camp. And then as they get as they as we lose them, yeah, you can bring in new guys, but exactly what you're saying, that chemistry, that 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 whole mesh of what you knowing what that guy next to you is gonna do isn't there you know yeah. you just you just keep, it happens and it happens just happens to us a lot <laughs> it just happens to us a it lot just, it does but you know um I, I i gotta go back to you know i i don't know who it was maybe it was it might have been pirate 1975 said you know how uh, what do you what do you call it a, a chief with a super bowl ring a thief <laughs> You know, we got, we we do have, we really do we we really do have three. We got three. You know, we got, we and, got two and, more and, than you do. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah you know. Yeah. Um, so I don't know that, that yeah. that's my take on it. You know, okay, okay. okay. I don't. Um, and I know I'll get some I'll get some disagreement from folks on this. I don't. I'm not a fan of vandalism. I'm not a fan of senseless violence. I'm not a fan of of stuff, but. I'd have probably chucked my nachos if I was close to being done with them. Oh, I'm so glad you said that. You know, I, I mean it. I mean it. I'm, I, I mean, I would have made sure that they wouldn't land on somebody, you know, that, yeah. uh, that I might have to, you know, 
People puke on that field. People puke on that field, and Nacho ain't gonna hurt it. And Nacho ain't gonna. You know, hurt they it. used to, when they used to have concerts out there that they used to say that that weed would grow out by the center <laughs> field. You know, they have they have those day on the greens, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they'd say, yeah, come by in six weeks, and oh, yeah, oh my but gosh. but you know, I don't know, I don't know. I think and and, and they they made a big deal out of it. Oh, somebody got into it with the security guards. Well, you know what? That happens in Foxborough. Yeah, you know what? That happens. That happens with those 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 uh, 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 Brussels sprout eaters over there yeah. down the bay a little bit. Yeah, you there's know? been more stabbings in San Francisco and Santa Clara. Oh my gosh! Than I was in a come on! Right, come so on! I'm glad you brought this up because this sets up our next clip perfectly. Thank you, Mosh. Uh, so next up, we're gonna hear from Cleveland Farrell, uh, little baby Cleveland Farrell, and uh, his response to the reaction of the fan post game. I said that really emphatically and didn't have the sound clip. But you know, ready. but I just want to—I just want to go before you Please. throw that. I, I just want to go on record as saying there's only going to be three or four nachos in that container. <laughs> because, and only, because and only the cheese that's stuck to the side and, of the thing, and only the backwash and the dredges in the beer. Because I'm not—I'm not wasting a, a a quarter to stand in line. Oh my! You know, gosh, I'm not going to waste 15 minutes of football for a, a, a $180 ticket <laughs> for a, to buy a $16 beer and then chuck it at the grass. No, 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 no. I'll I'll get that warm stuff, you know, or something. But you know, you'll throw Swag's beer at him. I'll, I would. <laughs> sorry, Swag. <laughs> All right, let's go to let's let's go to Cleveland. Oh, these fans have been through through over the years and. So they, they weren't wrong for doing what they did. Um, you know what I mean? We were up. We had the game the whole time, and we didn't finish. And that's the biggest thing. How could you not be mad at us for it? Um, so we take full responsibility for it. Um, hats off to Jacksonville, obviously. Uh, I feel like our effort was there. I feel like we, we, we left it all out there on the line. We just didn't execute the way we wanted to. So um, I know it was tough on the fans. So. All right, so there's Cleveland Farrell, and he's talking about how he didn't, you know, he he, he doesn't hold it against the fans nah. for the response after the game. That, you know, the fan response, while granted by the media, because that's what the media does, blow it completely out of proportion. Um, I want to give props to Mark Sessler. That's Mark with a C, Sessler, S-E-S-S-L-E-R, on Twitter. Check him out. He's a writer for NFL.com. Had a fantastic article this week on his experience at the tailgate at the Raider game and their post game. And he even says, were some fans unruly? Yes. Were some fans not wanting to leave, leave the stadium? Yes. But that was where it stopped. It wasn't this crazy riot, insane thing that like a lot of outlets, you know, TMZ and otherwise have tried to make it seem like there wasn't like some free for all. And one of the, and I thanked him on Twitter and thankfully he responded to me and it was, it was, you know, nice for him to do that. But you know, so often we as Raider fans can be portrayed as these violent clowns and that's not us, man. That's not what we're all about, man. Like if you've never been to a Raider tailgate then, you know, well, I can't tell you to go check it out now in Oakland, but it really is family, man. It's like, it's not like this, it's not bedlam, right? Is it PG-13? Yes, absolutely. And that's where I'm going to kind of get into a little bit of my rant here. And I, I've got some notes. I'm not going to read from my notes, but pardon me if I kind of pause through this thing and don't just go completely just flowing off the top of my head because I really wanted to kind of organize my thoughts on this. And, you know, 
I want to start with this. You know, that Mosh, I watch a lot of NFL Network and I watch a lot of Good Morning Football. And one of the things about Good Morning Football is that it's very Pollyanna. It's very polished and the NFL wants its image and it to be portrayed very much in this, you know, very structured, very, you know, um, what am I trying to say? Like a, um, a very palatable thing, right? And, and that's fine. But that's not what the Raiders are. They never have been. The Raiders always have been renegades. We've been, you know, a little bit, we've been the ones that would, you know, encourage cheating. We've been the ones that would kind of push the envelope always. And, you know, for someone, and I'm, and I'm speaking in, 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 uh, in respect to, to you, because you have a different level of experience with this much greater than mine is. But in terms of what, what I've been able to experience as a Raider fan now at 46 years old, my first Raider game, my first, or my first trip anyways, to the Oakland Coliseum was in utero. My mom went to the 1972 world series with me in the womb. My mom who's here visiting sitting next door. Like, like I've been going literally to the Oakland Coliseum for the entirety of my life. Like there is Long as I can remember, I've been going to A's games. I've been going to concerts, monster truck shows, you name it. I mean, I've seen the Stones there. Um, I've, it's, you know, motocross. You, I've been to the Oakland Coliseum a billion times for different things. And if it's always been edgy. It just always has been. That's just what Raiders fan embodies. That's what A's fan embodies at times. That's just what the the area and really a lot of what the Bay Area, not even just the area of, of Oakland, but the Bay Area represented. Is it's and it's always been a little bit edgy. And the if you're surprised by the fan reaction, if you're surprised by the fans booing, well then you haven't been paying attention or you've just never been a part of it before. We said it on this show a couple weeks ago that if you think the fans were reacting to you badly now, Derek Carr, just wait till if you go in and lay an egg against the last game ever in Oakland. Right, you're right, going right. to get an adverse response from this crowd. It's just the way that it, that it is. And and it wasn't just Derek they were booing. They were booing, booing the entire everybody. team. It was, That's what people are missing. Absolutely. And, and it's not disrespectful to the organization or to the Raiders' legacy. This wasn't the team booing the legacy of the team and its performance in that stadium. It was booing what the Raiders were in that moment. That's what you got to remember. The fans weren't having an adverse reaction to the legacy of the Raiders or or, or being disrespectful to what that team has meant to that no, city and no. that facility. It was what that team did on that day in that exactly. facility. That's what they were pissed off about. And if you're surprised that no one stood around and applauded, oh, thanks, Derek, for all your time here, for what? Like, what have the Raiders given us over the last 16 years besides the 12-4 and season that we're all supposed to stand up and applaud about? All we've done is had heartbreak after heartbreak after heartbreak, and finally it came to a head on that day. And look, man, that's what Oakland is. That's what the Oakland Coliseum is. That's what Raider fan is. And if you don't like it, then tough. And if you don't, if you're surprised by it, then you weren't paying attention. And you know what? <laughs> Next year, we're going to be in Vegas on this nice, big, fancy, shiny stadium. And you know what? I, my, you, for lack of a better term, my prayer for our fan base is that we can carry half of the passion. We can carry half of the of the consideration and the love for this football team into Vegas and have some semblance of that in Vegas because otherwise it's we're now going to become this corporately endorsed, this polished, this nice little Pollyanna thing. And you know what? We always wonder why we don't see us on national media. We always wonder why we don't see us on Good Morning Football. Well, guess what? When we get to Vegas and all this image gets crafted, guess where we're going to be on Good Morning Football. So you know what? Like, 
I, you know, Raider fan, man, we love you guys, and I'm proud of Oakland fan. And you know what? If I'd have been there, and if I'd have spent $300 on my freaking ticket, or $400 or $500, and spent the time to park, and spent literally thousands of dollars to attend that game, and saw what I saw, I'd have been booing and throwing my damn nachos, too. You go, Raiders. Part of your nachos. Part, part, part of my nachos. Your part side, because we would have split them. <laughs> yeah, we would have. Wait a minute. You'd have been like... You'd have, like, you'd have cocked your arm ready to throw it, and I'd be like, whoa, 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 whoa. What? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, hold on. Hold on. There's a couple there first. And, okay, go ahead, Mosh. Throw it. No, yeah. You know. <laughs> and now for something completely different. When you talk bad about the Raiders, you get bad breath. Did we pick up a new sponsor? Otherwise known as halitosis. Okay. Halitosis is characterized by an unpleasant odor of the mouth. (laughs) Causes of bad breath include food, tobacco products, poor dental hygiene, health problems, dry mouth, oral infections, (laughs) dental problems, or medications. Symptoms of bad breath include unpleasant odor or a taste in the mouth, dry mouth, or a white coating on the tongue. So, what are some of the foods that can cause bad breath? Onions! <laughs> but yet, onions contain antioxidants, compounds that fight inflammation, disease. Triglycerides. Triglycerides <laughs> are in onions. They reduce cholesterol levels. Onions are good, I say. Speaking of CBD, <laughs> CBD industry is flourishing. Conservatively projected to hit $16 billion in the United States by 2025. Already, the plant extract is being added to cheeseburgers, toothpicks, and breath spray. So, (laughs) that brings me back to my original point. Don't talk bad about my Raiders. Take some CDB. Have a good night's sleep. Out. Ah. Love it, Mosh. <laughs> uh, do we listen to Cleveland Farrell yet? Yeah, we do. This is Kevin, the Raider nerd, live at the Oakland Raiders tailgate. Raiders! We got, we got Grill and Rillin. Say hey, got uh, Uncle Mosh and Mark. I love you guys. Much love from the Black Hole, baby. Just win. That was good, Mosh. <laughs> I love it when you, I love it when you go like left turn, left turn, left turn, left turn, left turn, right turn. Oh, hey, look, we're there. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so, hey, real quick before we move on to the sea of fans, which we're going to get to in a minute, I want I forgot to play a clip here, and I want to mention something too. So the the last play of the game, hail mary. There's been numerous games in the Coliseum and Raider games otherwise that have names, right? The, the infamous ones or the, the ones that we don't like, Tuck Rule, Macula Deception, whatnot. But then there's good ones like Sea of Hands, right? Sure. Uh, the Heidi game. Sure, sure. Ones that was on the road in Baltimore Memorial, but there was Ghost of the Post, right? Like there was lots of named games. The, you know, the, uh, uh, um, oh my gosh, what am I trying to say? The, the fumble into the end zone in San Diego. The, oh, yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. Holy Roller. Holy Roller. Sheesh. All right. So there are a lot of named games. We were this close. You see me, Raider Nation? We were this close. Oh man. To having a named game. 
Derek Carr rolls out, throws a Hail Mary to the end zone with three seconds left on the clock with Raider receivers in the end zone, namely Keelan Doss. Number 18, Alameda, California, a local kid with the opportunity to jump up, high point the ball, snag it out of the air, and come down with a touchdown to win the game in the final seconds in the last game ever in Oakland. I don't know what the name would have been. Call it the Hail Mary game. Call it, you know, Doss's boss. I don't know whatever it would have been. But, like, we were this close to having a legendary finish to a game, and instead, you know what happened, Mosh? He got hit in the face with it, the ball. Hit him in the face. Oh, 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 no. So let's go live. Let's go back. Let's revisit the call there. This is Kevin Harlan and Rich Cannon. Oh, this is heartbreaking, dude. Let's listen to the call. There you go. That's the stuff. I like the intensity. Eye of the tiger. Good. You're holding 50,000 volts, little man. Don't be afraid to ride the light. No! No! In the face! In the face! No! <laughs> oh, oh, he's still oh, He's still out! <laughs> oh. All right, everybody relax. Take it easy. We've seen him before. He just needs a little extra. There we go. <laughs> Some of these big boys, you got to give them two shots. Fading, looking, looking, looking. He's under the gun. He's tied. He throws. It is. Hey, Uncle Mosh, you remember when we were going to do a 90-minute show and we were like, hey, we're going to get in and out of here oh, real quick. Oh, did we go over? Yeah, well, we're like at 123 minutes. Ah, we'll be all right. <laughs> we'll be all right. Okay, we'll go quick. Uh, appreciate everyone joining us in the chat. Let's see. We got uh, Raider Ramon is in there. Aaron the Q Dog Raider, Mr. Arch Nemesis, Darth Vader Raider, Hardcore Raider, Watts Raider, Reese Rock, Sugar Shane. What's up, Sugar Shane? Chevy Raider, Cali Zed, of course, uh, Full Metal Mexican, and Ron the Mater Raider. Appreciate you holding down the chat, Ron. Uh, Okay, so you can contact the show one of two ways and get featured here in the Sea of Fans mailbag. You can email the show. That is show at RaidersFanRadio.com or you can uh, call us 909-345-3346. And if we play your message three times on the show, we refer to you as a made man or a made woman. Now, you can email us an indefinite amount of times and become a made man or a made woman that way as well, such as Queen Haley in Scotland. So uh, definitely send us an email. And Mosh, we have a bunch of emails this week. And uh, so kick it off for us. And what do you got? How's it going, Fan Cave crew? PDX Raider here, currently located in Portland, Oregon but originally from Monterey, California. This is my first time emailing, but been a big fan of the show for a while. I want to talk about this Jags game slash season. Why does everybody only blame Carr or the defense? We need to put blame on everybody. Play calls are bland and predictable at key moments. Receivers don't catch a cold, and they give up on routes. The defense is decent, but in the second half, they give up big yards because they're tired. They can't get a break because offense forgets how to play after halftime and just gets three and outs. 
I noticed Carlson is very inaccurate in game-deciding kicks. Everybody says, move on from Carr, but will it change anything? We could have Rodgers, Brady, or Breeze, just to name a few, and we would still lose because this receiving core can't catch. As much as I disagree with the fans booing D.C. off the field and throwing trash on the field, I totally understand the frustration. My only hope is to finish these last two games strong and build for next year. Thanks, guys. That was PDX Raider uh, in Portland, Oregon, originally from Monterey, California. All right, next up. Yo, what's up, Murph, Uncle Mosh, and Swaggy? This is Ty 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 Raider, a.k.a. Ty Mac, or whatever. I changed my username to this week from NorCal. Pardon me. Uh, I'm going to start off by saying I've been a Raider fan for all 25 years of my life, thanks to my dad and grandfather. I didn't go to my first game until last season. I went to the preseason game against the Detroit Housecats, week four against (laughs) Faker Mayfield and the Doodoo Browns, and what was supposed to be the last home game against the Donkeys. This season opener against the Donkeys and Thursday night game versus the low-volt London Chargers. <laughs> I love all these names. I know. These are great. So technically, I'm 5-0 and at games. With that being said, this season is looking just like my season in RFR League. <laughs> <laughs> As I sit in... Oh, speaking of that, we forgot to make Greg. Uh, oh, we'll, we'll get, get him next week. week. As I sit in ninth place after starting 2-0... and I wonder if Dennis Allen did a better job managing the Raiders than I did managing my fantasy team. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Red Sharpie. Whoa. I know, right? Yeah. Yeah, sure. I thought Terrell Pryor was taking us to the Super Bowl, but that's not the point. The point is, no matter how stressful it is being a Raider fan, I'm just glad my quarterback doesn't wear condiments and have a side job as a Muppet. <laughs> DC's my guy until he wears different colors. I do feel like he needs next a, week. I mean, yeah, right. I'm sorry. I do feel like he needs a better scheme because is, because it is very predictable. <clears throat> he gives me stage instructions here. Okay, all right. In Mikey's voice. Oh, okay. We need to keep the defense on their toes, <laughs> like I keep my wife from hearing Rico's voice. <clears throat> Yes, I will be in Vegas wearing silver and black, even though I hate the move. Since this season is over, I'm going to drink some adult eggnog and do the Uncle Mosh at 2 a.m. until my neighbor bangs on the wall with a broomstick. With that being said, love the show. I hope you guys enjoy your holidays. Oh my and in Mikey's voice, Raiders! <laughs> oh, my gosh. First off, I love you, Mikey. And I, I do, that, too. I hope you know that we're just, we, we, we all poke fun at each other. And oh you know what? Wait a minute. I love that the director took direction, and you executed well, Mosh. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Hey, and look, and if there's one thing about Mikey, he's a passionate Raider fan. He gets fired up, and he screams a lot. Looks yeah, like we does. all should do. Absolutely. That was great stuff. There. It's, who's that one more time? Uh, that was uh, Ta-da. Ta-da. <laughs> <laughs> hey, because he's a director. Ta-da, Raider. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get your curtain over here. I need to get, hold on, wait, wait, wait. wait Ta-da, Raider. Okay, wait, 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 wait
Ta-da, <laughs> Raider! <laughs> if we were in San Francisco, he could be like, tie-dye, Raider. Tie-dye, <laughs> all right. Hey, everybody. Hey, evening. Next, Hope you're all well. Is this Groundhog Day or what? It feels like somebody let all the air out of the party balloons. Oh, yeah. Is this Groundhog Day or what? It feels like somebody let the air out of all the party balloons. Is this Groundhog... <laughs> Get it? I was... Okay, anyway. Another game with the same performance. Is that perform- Pete and repeat sat on a fence? Pete yeah, fell yeah, off and yeah, was yeah, left? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another game with the same performance and the same frustrating feeling. We really threw the game away. What is happening to us in the second half of games? Paul, that's, that's the eternal question. This time, though, it's even harder to deal this as we had to say goodbye to our home. If only we could have held on to the win, but we had to bow out in typical Raiders style. I guess even the Hail Mary could have been caught but bounced off a helmet. Ugh, D-O-H. That 60 Minutes was like watching a compilation video of the season so far. Some good play, some bad play, some good coaching, some bad, some drop catches and outrageous calls from the officials that should lead to those directly involved never officiating again. All of those ingredients add up to, in sum, Raider Nation blaming D.C. for all of it again. I know he's not without blame, but it's really not all on him, and I think that's why he said nobody cares last week. He doesn't mean everybody has stopped working. He's basically saying there are numerous reasons why we've come off the rails recently, but nobody is interested in hearing the reasons why they just want to blame him. And there's an element of truth to that. Lots of little things are creating bigger issues. And while the quarterback position is moving up the priority list, I still don't believe it's our biggest issue. But that's a conversation I'm sure we'll be having during preseason and postseason. Two games left to play, though. So we have to chase down a 500 season, even if it feels like a long shot on current form. All right, on to some lighter things. An update on the current Sizzler scores as we've had a change in the lead group. Ooh, all right. Ready for this? Yes, sir. Coach Davis. (gasps) What? has joined B-Dog in a Pasture, Rev Raider, and Big Raider Trucker on three wins. Wow, nice. There are seven on two wins. Mojo Raider, Patch, Kevin the Raider Nerd, Houston Raider Steve, Raider Ramon, Aaron Capo Q-Dog, and myself. That leaves a chasing pack of 20 who have one win. Wow, that's way more than I would expect. I, I know, right? Finally, this week, I'd like to shout out to Mojo Raider. And by the way, I'm, I'm a huge Doors fan, and that's there's a lot of things I got from your mom and dad because they practically raised me. But my appreciation of Jim Morrison and the Doors I got from your old man. Yeah, you know, man, huge and Doors fan. I was a huge yeah, Doors fan. He, he was the ultimate Doors fan. And so I, as a little kid... You know, on uh, Morrison Hotel, the album that, that he's got, Mojo Raider. You know, <laughs> that the beginning of Mojo's, oh, dude. It's you, so cool, you man. You freaking yeah. hit a home run with that, bro. Abs- and Kenny from Pillaging Podcast is the one that put that together. It, is that right? So Mojo, oh. Mojo told Kenny what he wanted for his theme song, and Kenny put that together, put the beat together. Oh, and, it's and, beautiful. And, and, and it's it's really, so look, well done. Look, I know. I, I, I've got I get chills, too. too. I got like, them, too. I mean, like, it, that, it's freaking awesome, It Mojo. is amazing. Cool. Yeah, we're Great huge, job, Mojo. Yeah, a lot of love for the doors around So here. anyway, let me back to this final paragraph. Okay. Finally, this week, I'd like to shout out to Mojo Raider. 
uh, he's made a team selection he did over the weekend on his Twitter. And he was asked to select a starting team made up of people he follows. And I was selected as tight end, which is a great honor. Murph was quarterback. Uncle Mosh was the center. Swaggy J was, uh, where am I at? Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is cool. Swaggy J was a cornerback. The team was full of superstars from the podcast, and I likened it to being selected to the Pro Bowl minus the free trip to Hawaii. So thanks, Mojo. (laughs) I give you my all, my friend. So one last time to the Coliseum. Goodbye, old girl. We miss you already. Mikey Watts Raider, Hardcore Raider, and Mojo have raised my spirits, and I'm sure after RFR 154, I'll be ready to scream at the Chargers because that's what we do, and I wouldn't want it any other way. Good stuff. Best wishes to everybody in this festive season. Love you, Raider Nation. His Lordship, Paul Egerton from Shropshire, Mississippi. <laughs> Polly Award winner, 2019, Scissor Scorekeeper, Proud Made Man, and here we go, not one, but two-time winner of the Raiders Fan Sizzler Award. Right on. You know what, Marsh? I think that deserves one of these. Paul! 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 Your name Paul. Paul. Hello. Paul. Hello. Paul. 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 Oh, yeah, he's it's, it. It's he's Paul. it. It's Paul. Hey, uh, Mojo yeah. corrected us. It oh. was Kenny Stapler that made that for him. That's what I said. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Kenny from Pillaging Podcast. Oh, duh. I don't... Uh, I was reading. Oh, that's all good. I didn't want to pull a Jeff on you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you're, doing, you're taking a run at everybody. I tonight. don't care. You're taking a run at everybody. No <laughs> one's safe. Swaggo, Mikey, uh, you should, me. They should like, have been who, here earlier. What do you got? To, you got any junk to talk about? Let's see. Let me nah, pick man. No, 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 no. I already did it. I I, held, I wrote it to you and held it up, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Argo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, earlier oh, before, the, before the show started, Murph said something just innocuous. I don't even remember what it was. And I had to, like, bitch your head off. I'm like, shut up, man. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, my gosh, Mosh. <laughs> I guess I needed that good <laughs> shut up over there. I know. Hey, we kid because we love. And that's, hey, that's what family is all about, man. Oh, my goodness. That is what family is all about, man. Hey. Yes. We got some phone calls to listen to. Gosh, let's get to the phone calls. So we always start off our phone calls uh, with a call from the capo. You can reach Raiders Fan Radio anytime. I love our interactions on social media. But please understand that we get so many of them. <laughs> And this is not like a humble brag. This is just me telling you the truth here. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We have you could people message me on my personal, not my personal, but my Murph Murphy Facebook. We you message for Murph's Fan Cave. You message Raiders Fan Radio. I get all these. You post on our pages. You post on the different walls. We and love all that. it. We love it. We love it. But it's so many. It's really, frankly, it's hard for me to keep up with at times. And same with swag. But I promise you, every time you email us. Every time you call us, you get heard. So if you got a message to get to us, email us, show at RaidersFanRadio.com, or you can call us, 909-345-3346. Leave a message, and if we play your message three times, you become what we refer to as a made man or a made woman. And the leader of that crew, the captain, is Aaron the Q-Dog Raider. Greetings, Don Murph, Consigliere Marsh, Underboss, Sonny Sergeant at Arms, the Big Raider Trucker, Mojo from the Pod Show. Salute. Raider Ramon, Swag Jeff, 
Nation. It's your cop and the Q-Dog coming to you from the great state of Texas. Let's get into it. The Athletic has produced several articles uh, this week outlining a quote-unquote disconnect between Derek Carr and Chucky, specifically despite you know all the right things being said publicly uh, by Chucky and by D.C., uh, Chucky's none too pleased with his 10-20 uh, and 20 record in his second stint at the helm of the silver and black. Um, Chucky's looking for uh, more consistency, and not the consistency he's been getting. He's uh, quietly uh, let it slip that lasses in focus, leadership, and decision-making have basically put Carr on the outs with him moving into 2020. And given Carr's attractive contract, he is more than likely uh, going to be out there as trade bait heading into the 2020 season of redemption. But anyway, I digress. Congratulations to Rodney Hunt, uh, Hudson and uh, Trent Brown for their AFC Pro Bowl selections. And uh, Richie Incognito, Alec Engold, Josh Jacobs, and Darren Waller for their honorable mention alternate selection status as pro bowlers. Absolutely. Uh, what can we say about the defense that hasn't been said about the wars we're waging in the Middle East? I mean, we're undermanned. There's little purposeful direction. And we haven't won anything of meaning in over 17 years. I mean, let's talk about some other things. On the free agent market, we've got potential pro bowler uh, Chris Harris Jr., Ruh. Yeah. Thank you. The Bruss doing his thing up there in Denver, killing us for so many years. But he'll be available on the uh, waiver wire, I mean, via free agency in this offseason. We might want to take a look his way. Um, the hit list, hold on for it. Here we go. Nice. Starting first with Zay Jones at wide receiver, Rico Gafford. Uh, Brandon Parker, you're out of here. Uh, Andre Jane, Denzel Good. We're talking David Sharp. Uh, Derek Carrier, Eric Tomlinson, Tyrell Williams, um, you and your bad feet, going to holler at you. Marcel Aitman, <laughs> never knew you, never want to. Uh, we're talking DeAndre Washington. You don't play special teams, homie. Uh, Rod Smith truth. on the defensive side of the ball. Let's go ahead and get rid of Josh Morrow, Olson Pierre, Benson Mayowa, Deion Jordan, Markel Lee, Tyre Whitehead, Will Compton, Nick Morrow. Kyle Wilbur. <laughs> Holy uh, Nevin Lawson, you're out of here. Nick Nelson, let's go uh, Isaiah Johnson, LaMarcus Joyner, Curtis Riley, Eric Harris, Dalen Levitt, and our kicker, Carlson. Oh. Rue. <laughs> <laughs> Q, uh, he called back later and he said, and I might add, when you put condiments on your meals, it's a great, great way to enhance your food, potentially in... Healthful benefits are not there. However, some condiments, they contain unhealthy ingredients like artificial additives and high amounts of added salt and sugar. <laughs> okay. All right, who's up next? It was my awkward way of taking another shot at Kansas City. Well, you love to take shots at I Kansas City. Hate, you freaking hate Kansas City. I just more than anything. Somebody wrote on here, would you rap, Murph, if we beat Kansas City in the playoffs? Yeah. 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 I'll or, rap. Come on. I'll rap on every show. That we have. Ever. From we, now on. We will put that in the beginning yes. of RFR. Yes. Your we'll rap. pre-record. Yeah. We will produce a rap album or a track anyways. Oh, what they call, yeah. Do the kids call it a track? I don't know. I don't want to call it either, but I'll, I'll do it. I'll ask them tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. If I don't well, call in. <laughs> No, I don't he's, call him. He's, he's <laughs> like, yeah, a little something, something right here. Uh, how quick can we get to the casino? Okay, <coughs> here we go. <coughs> uh, 
Raider Dave's up next. What's up, Moss, Murph, Mr. Jeff? It's Dave from the 330. Oh, wait, I'm out here in Pacifica getting ready to go over to the game tomorrow. Um, I'm going to tailgate for the first time in my life. My wife's out here with me. We're going to have a good time, go out there early, meet some people. It is pouring down rain right now. Um, hopefully it clears up for a beautiful day tomorrow. I think it's supposed to be a great day and a W in the forecast. We'll see how that goes. But either way, I'm going to have a good time. been having a great time down here. It's my first time in the Bay Area. I've been to California one other time down in Southern California. Went to a couple beaches down here. This is a beautiful state. I mean, the ocean, the, the mountains, the cliffs, it's, it's just a beautiful state. Everybody's been real nice. Um, I knew I had to get a burrito out here, so I don't have a guy. So my wife has a girl, thankfully. She has a lady friend that lives out here. She works in uh, South San Francisco, Southern San, something like that. She recommended a nice place down there. Uh, it's, it's like a little grocery store. You go in, get some food. You just go in, get burritos, whatever. And they were good. They were huge. They were awesome. That's the way I like it. So. Like I said, we're going to hit this game. I just got back. I had to run to the store and get my wife a hat because she doesn't like the cold as much as I do. I don't like it, but I can deal with it, unlike our quarterback. <laughs> so, anyway, I'm hoping Carr has a good game tomorrow. I love the dude. He's a great guy. But there's some truth to the fact he can't play in the cold. All right, man. Raider out. Win, lose, or tie. I'm going to have a good time. That was nice, good stuff there from nice. Raider Dave. So I got to say, man. So that's Dave in the three three zero. So I'm gonna I'm gonna roll back the clock a little bit for those of you that are old school Bay Area people. Uh, Gary Radnich was one of the first. Uh, I think he was on Channel Four and uh, KRON Channel Four, and I think he was he was a sports guy back then. I know he was a sports guy back then, and I think he was one of the first local sports guys to do a radio show it was like gary radnich and pete franklin and there was a ralph barbieri and there was i think it was on knbr and there was a handful of guys and so anyways so gary so this is like 19 i want to say like let's see i moved away from the bay area and like oh gosh i'm uh, 95 i want to say so this is probably like 93 94 anyways and so he had callers into the show, and this is back when the Raiders were still in L.A. Like, they weren't even in the Bay Area, and one of the callers, the regular callers to the Gary Radnett show was Raider Dave. And that was the first time I can remember somebody attaching the name Raider to their own name. No kidding. Yeah, and so I just, I, I love that he's Dave, and he's Raider Dave, so even though you're Dave in the 3 3 or whatever, I'm calling you Raider Dave from now on, because I'll never forget that, that, like, that was, like, when I started falling in love with, like, sports radio and all that stuff. The Bay Area, back then, and they, they were definitely on the, on the, on the uh, early stages and the cutting edge of local sports talk radio like now even where we live in nashville like it's local sports talk all day long on one of our stations like you find that everywhere but back in those days in the early 90s you didn't have that all over the place and I, i'm pretty sure it was knbr was one of the first ones to ever do that and gary radnich and his caller raider dave and there was a whole litany of them uh that, that were of callers but that was one that always stuck out to me because i was such a big raider fan and and so was he so anyways right on raider dave all right next you up know, go ahead before you go Please, that. please. So, I don't know how he does it, but Q never forgets anything. No, he's got like a steel it's, trap it's kind of thing cra- going on. It's yeah. crazy. It's crazy. That's why he's so smart, because yes. he never forgets anything. Yeah. So, about a year and a half ago, I was telling a story about Channel 11 News. Oh, I know what yeah. you're going to say. And and I was What's talking about... Say? And I, I, it, 
because you you brought up about you know Raider Dave and all that. And yeah. do you remember the freaking guy's name? Oh wait, yeah, I was telling the story about this 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 reporter, and he would come on, and he'd be like, <laughs> "Well, I'm here, at the, I'm here at the fire, and the fire seems to, you know, he's got this very Caucasian California voice. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm here at the fire, and the fire seems to have taken down the entire apartment complex. Live for Channel 11 News, it's Enrique Chacon, you know, <laughs> and he he'd throw this accent right, and then he'd go signing off. You know, and it was like, whoa, and freaking Q remembered that, man. I, it had oh, to be man. a year and a half ago. Oh, I don't, yeah, that was a long time ago. I don't know how he does it. Rico Chacon. Rico Chacon. Rico Chacon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's killing me. Oh, man, that's awesome. Man. All Good. right, hey, uh, Kevin. Kevin the Raider Nerd. Hey, Raider fans, radio. Hey, Mr. Murph, Uncle Mosh, Swag J, the Capo, and all the rest of the made men and made women. Uh, the best thing about being here in Oakland for the final game against the Jags, and also one of the best things about being a made man is meeting other made men. This is Kevin the Raider Nerd, and I got a special guest with me. Here you go, Houston Raider Steve. It's great. Uh, seeing everybody. It's hey, Kevin, nice. And also, we're going to have a future made woman. Her name is Marie. She's been a season ticket holder. 2007, and I represent 707. I'm event coordinator and steering hey, committee. Marie. And when you're not Vegas, here we come, baby. Uh, anyway, guys, <laughs> we're having a great time here. Uh, there is a little bit of uh, melancholy setting in here, but uh, the fans are making the best of it. Uh, been hanging out, getting a lot of pictures, meeting a lot of the other super fans, and it's great to meet uh, fellow made men of Raider Fans Radio. Houston Raiders, Steve. Uh, Steve, you got any more things you want to say before we go? Hey, we're going to close it out for you guys, and you guys are awesome. And Raiders, all, Raiders till we die. Whenever they play on the moon, we're going to be supporting them. And Kevin is a big part of it, man. It's so good to see Kevin. And, of course, Marie, we're going to keep it going. Go Raiders. Raiders! Oh, man. That love is you guys. So Talk to you soon. That is so cool, man. <laughs> right on. I love it when the maiden oh, get man. together, when our man. people meet up. That's the best. That's, the, that's best. the best. Great stuff there from Kevin and Houston Raider Steve and Miss Marie. Appreciate you calling in and uh, checking in with us. So, Mosh, there's a uh, a lot of chat going on there about when, when we do, because we are going to beat the Chiefs. I mean, eventually, I don't know when, I might be, you know, 80 but eventually we're gonna we're gonna beat the chiefs and i'll have to rap on whatever it is whatever show we're doing at the time and uh so there's a lot of talk i said um and i, I forget who it was that submitted it early on that when you and swago helped me write the rap that it was going to be murphy murph and the donut bunch right. and then we, we got such a huge kick out of that and we were talking about that in the chat and someone else also threw out a tribe called murph a tribe called Quest, and so and there was there's been a few uh, different submissions in there, and I'm thinking that when oh here's another one and MWA Mosh with assaults. <laughs> <laughs> so when we get to when we get to that point, man, we might have to do a nickname contest and name what our oh, our, yeah, our yeah, rap yeah. trio was going to be. Anyway, so uh, so Kevin called us back. He called us after the game, and let's uh, check back in with him again. Hello, Raider fans, radio, Murph. Uncle Marsh, Swag J, Capo, and the rest of the made men and made woman. A uh, little shout out to the Houston Raider Steve. This is Kevin the Raider Nerd. Uh, I wanted to check back in with you guys after my awesome uh, trip to Oakland to see the final game uh, with the, uh, the, the Raiders and Jags. I'll get into the gameplay a little bit later, but I just want to say I had a great time. Uh, I made the most of, out of this weekend. Uh, I had so much fun. Um, 
I planned ahead too. You know, when you go to Oakland, you got to plan ahead. You got to figure out who is signing. You know, some Raiders are they going to be there signing autographs and stuff like that. And I was able to do that. I was able to find Lester Hayes. Uh, he was up there signing at a Walmart because oh, cool. Walmart get crazy busy on game weekends because of all the tailgating that's done, all the supplies you need to get. Uh, also, too, I uh, decided to check and see if uh, Tom Flores was going to be hanging out Saturday morning at uh, the Hilton uh, there in Oakland uh, for breakfast, and he was, and so I had him sign my jersey there. And uh, at Ricky's, which is the best Raider bar in the country, Mad Max Crosby was there on Saturday night, and uh, me and my friends went there, and I got an autograph with him on a jersey that I got. Really cool guy. He was great with the fans. Um, and also, too, when you go to Oakland, you got to check out uh, the Oakland Raiders headquarters because they have their own little store in there. You can buy stuff. And you never know who you're going to meet. I met Rich Gannon, really cool guy. He was taking pictures. And there was a lot of fans that were out there, too, uh, waiting for players to leave and go. Some of them would stop and get pictures taken and everything. Uh, but, again, I want to give a shout-out to Houston Raiders Steve at the tailgate. We met up, had a great time walking around and meeting other fans. Um, like I said, it was there was a there was a feeling out there about this being the last tailgate, and it was great to experience it with um, fellow made men of RFR. Um, met a lot of other great super fans that I haven't met before. Met a lot that I did. Um, I also took an opportunity to walk around the Coliseum and get the vibe and get it going, and, and got some great pictures and just to you know really soak it in this last time. As for the Raiders gameplay. Um, happens as always they just crap the bed the second half and we are starting yeah. to feel that as fans and it was it was it was very frustrating um car was nice enough to go over to the black hole and say hi to the fans he got booed but the rest of the raiders got booed as well for obvious reasons yep. but the thing that really bothered me was we were staying there until we were asked to leave they couldn't wait to take down those raider banners along the side uh, they started taking all that down. It's a lot of the, the crewmen, and they couldn't wait for us to leave. They just started doing it. So it started to hit me a little bit. But before Google Voice uh, gets me here, I just want to say it was a great time. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed my pictures, and I'll check in later. All right, good stuff there from Kevin the Raider Nerd. Yeah, we got your pictures. I saw uh, we got pictures up of him and Houston Raider Steve and uh, him in the black hole, and or at least around the lower part of the bowl there, around the Oakland Coliseum and at the tailgate and 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 great stuff. I love seeing pics of like, cause Kev is like our, you know, he's like kind of like our resident, you know, super fan, right? Like he's our guy and he was doing the Mandalorian way before anybody else was doing any kind of Raider Mando stuff before that show took off. And uh, so, so to see him in his Mando gear with Gorilla Rilla and with Violator and with like, you know, cause to us, it's there's like one in one a like it's gorilla real and violator like the two like greatest super fans and no disrespect to any of the rest of them but those are like the two guys right and so to see kevin with those two guys and and with many 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 others with scar and all of them it's 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 very very cool so appreciate you kevin appreciate you uh you know checking in with us live from the tailgate and from the coliseum and uh that's that's great stuff man appreciate you carrying raiders fan radio with you uh along the way for that last trip to oakland all right next up let's hear from so speaking of that, let's hear from Houston Raiders Steve. We're from uh, Houston Raiders Steve. It was great seeing uh, Kevin Raider nerd at the uh, made man out at the uh, last game against the Jags and everything. It was great because uh, my friend Marie was there, and we uh, hanging out together with Kevin. We hit all the tailgates and everything. Everybody wanted their pitch with, with Kev. Brought back a lot of memories. Uh, Jim Otto sang the uh, Autumn Wind, or uh, said the Autumn Wind. And, of course, uh, MC Hammer was out there before the game singing. 
Oak Town. I love when Oak Steve Town. sings. Getting everybody in the, in the south end zone black hole going, and it was great. <laughs> um, this is a lot of the flashbacks. My memories are the uh, Heidi game, very first game I ever saw, 1968, November 17th. Mad Bomber, Colors, Pirate, Colonel Love. Here I am uh, doing at halftime. Marie and I were out on the field and everything, and uh, we were doing the banner for this uh, 80 to 89. Uh, What's his name? Tom uh, Woodson was lit the torch and couldn't think of a better person. They had all the legends out there from Plunkett to, to uh, Tom Flores to Marcus Allen, everybody, Dave Casper, all the living legends were out there. We're out there, you know, they showed all the highlights from the different decades, and we had our banner out there, you know, shaking the banner, doing our fist and doing number one. My memories, my memories real quickly. Sea of hands, all the great Monday night football games, Tim Brown's uh, thousands catch. Um, Beating Tennessee, going to the Super Bowl—just a lot of just super great memories that I've had about the uh, about the Raiders. Too bad they didn't lose the game, but what, like we said, we go there because it's all Raider family. You guys are a big part of our family, and we're just damn glad to know you all. And Raiders Thank for life, yeah, man. Raiders. Never walked the plank, never jumped ship. God bless and go Raiders. Oh man, such a nice sentiment from Steve. Man, I hope to meet him in person one of these days. You know, right, we, right. We've had a good fortune of interacting with so many of our made men and and uh, folks that listen to us and interact with us regularly. And we uh, have and, yet to be disappointed, man. We have, r- we have really right, great, great build on that, Mike. It's just it. It's been so much fun. Everybody that we've met from from what we what the the how much fun we had at the draft and you know and you and Q and I were walking around and and we were hooking up with with all those other Raider fans and just I mean just having a Frankie blast Frankie Muscata and like oh, King man. Louis King Louis and all yes. those all those guys from Memphis and I mean it was just it was so much fun it was so much fun and then and then the hospitality that they extended to us you know you and me and our oh, extended man. our extended group that we brought with us you know, the, we couldn't have asked for much, much more than that. And just, I mean, everybody just treated us like kings, and and always has, and and it's just been great. I mean, the the the, the stuff that they that they send us and say to us, and and just you know, it, it's just awesome, man. And, and you know, and and we can't reciprocate, you know, the, the, much more than giving them shout outs and thank yous and praises and right, and, right. You know, and but. But now that we're, you know, I, I love the fact that we, you know, Mojo started his own thing, and 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 oh, now yes. he's he's part of, of of the fan cave. I mean, it's just, and you know, and I hope more of them do it. You know, if they yes. want to, you know, yes. the more the merrier, man. And and it's it's just uh, it's so much fun. It's so much fun, and it's it's just it's just this thing is just taken off, and we've just been having such a blast. You know, absolutely, I I couldn't agree with you more, Mosh, and that's a great point. And you know, while we were while you were saying that story, I rem- it was reminded me that there was a call that I, 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 I missed on here. I'm going to go ahead and play this thing raw. I don't think there's any language on here, but I'm going to, we're short on time, but I'm going to, we're going to cram it in here. Uh, I got an extra call from our buddy, I patch who we met at the Nashville draft. Right. And, right. Uh, right. And so I want to get him in. I want to respect him for, for calling in. And, and, uh, for some reason, when I was putting these two things together tonight, uh, I, I missed his call. So actually I think there might be a bad word in here. So just bear with us. Hey, Murph, Mosh. Capo Nation. Hi, Patch. Calling in. I got a couple things on my mind. Uh, it's Wednesday. I had to wait this long just to call because after that debacle that only a Raider team can seem to do on Sunday's game just drove me crazy. I finally calmed down a little bit. I'm lucky my Christmas tree and Christmas lights and presents are still around the house because I was ready to put my foot right through the TV. Um, <laughs> a couple of these three things I have is first of all, I want to, the, the nation that has supported this team 
over the last 25 years coming back to uh, uh, to Oakland. To have one splitting season in the last 17 years is, is pathetic, and they've been there and supported them to have that show go on uh, Sunday. It was just – I feel real bad for them. Second of all, uh, them booing Carr after he went over to see some of the people in the black hole, I thought was just – out of, uh, it was just shameful. I mean, this guy, he would have been a hero five minutes earlier after he made that yeah. run, got the first Great down, point. slid inbounds. And, again, the NFL took a game away from us, and they apologized for it. Big deal. You know, uh, but amen. you saw how proud and how pumped up and happy he was to do that. And, you know, they could have ran the time off, and then we get penalized. We're first and 15. You know, the two missed field goals, it's like, uh, whatever. It's just typical. But um, the third thing I would say is uh, I would ask John Gruden when he comes up to one of these pressers. My question to him would be, who the hell is calling the game plan? Who's calling the plays, setting this game plan up? Because I've called back. I, I remember week one in Denver, when we played Denver. We don't make any second-half adjustments. I don't know how to make the adjustments or what the adjustments need to be, but other teams are figuring it out, and we don't. Um, I would ask <laughs> him, who's calling the plays? If you don't got the faith – and Greg Olson, what the hell is he there for? I mean, everybody assumes Gruden's calling the plays. It's Gruden's offense. If Olson isn't doing it, then get rid of him. What is he there for? The last two games, let Greg Olson call the plays, let him set his offense, and see what the hell we do because Gruden's offense definitely ain't working. Sometimes you've got to change your game plan to what you have on your team. I coached for 17 years. You know, when players were hurt, players were out, you adjusted what you had. And we're not doing it. That's all I got. I mean, I'm just, just so aggravated right now with this team. You know, I know we got some bright spots, but damn, man, something needs to change in these second half of games. 20 points in the third quarter all year. It's pathetic. All right, guys. Have a good day. All right. Appreciate you, eye patch. And, uh, you know, Mosh, uh, something that he, he touched on there, and I'm, I want to hit a brief because I know we're super short on time. Uh, he brought up the idea of adjusting to your personnel. There's a special on HBO right now i know we hate bill belichick and around here in tennessee we hate nick saban too but these guys are best friends and Sonny and i have been trading comments on this new special that's out right now on hbo it is uh bill belichick and nick saban and it's basically them talking football it's very little about their lives it's not like a documentary like like right. not like a bi- right. biography it's about them exploring their concepts around team building, character building, football. It's fascinating. If you're a fan of the sport, not a fan of the NFL, but if you're a fan of football, like remove any of your team allegiance out and watch these two guys chop it up about ball. Mosh, as a coach, you would freaking melt like you would look like i'm like i'm like sunny and i are talking like we're watching this thing and we're like taking notes and one of the big things one of the biggest takeaways between both of them is that you adjust to the personnel that you have and you what you build your schemes whatever you you make your adjustments to complement their skill set sure and even though belichick has has those the credentials and 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 all that nobody does it better than a college coach yeah. Nobody does it because you got these guys for a small portion of time. Oh, right, right, right. You know, it's the same thing as in high school. It's the same thing as in what, what we dealt with in the, the little leagues. You know, you've got them. We were coaching seven and eight year olds. Okay. When they're nine, see ya. 
Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, so you got them for that time, that small little fraction of time. So you're constantly rebuilding. You're constantly adjusting. And I think that that, that gets lost on the pros. The Those guys, the Belichicks of the world that can implement that into their pro program are the ones that, that excel. Great you know? stuff. Yeah, great insight there, Mosh. It's awesome, man. And so I uh, appreciate you, Patch. Appreciate you, Mosh. And uh, let's go next up to our buddy Ruben in Vegas. Hey, guys. Ruben in Vegas checking in. Wanted to call real quick. Tough loss, man. I mean, last game in Oakland, emotional, a little tributes and whatnot. They were doing all the players that were there. But what I tell you guys, man, what I tell you guys, Minshew mania was going to happen. You know, first half we did pretty good. And the second half, second half just trash, man. Like, come on, guys. Like, and I'm like, I don't, uh, you know, I try to think positive all the time. And, you know, listening to a national syndicated show, Dan Patrick, you know, he, he mentioned, you know, before the season, or during the season that there were rumblings, man, about car, man, not making it out here to Vegas. And I don't know, man, you know, I like car, you know, man, it's good at Fresno State, whatnot, but dang, man, like, ever since he got injured with his foot or ankle, whatever, he's like, he's scared now, man, like, his legs, like, not the same, I don't know, man, what it is. He's just, I don't know, man, like, I don't, I don't know if he'll make it out here, you know? He's saying that he's building a house next to John Gruden. You know, I've personally have delivered supplies Gruden's house, I know where he's going to be living at. Oh. Uh, there is an empty lot next to his house, but you know, after that, they ain't building another house. There's a house after his house, after that empty lot that that looks empty, big old mansion, you know, whatnot, but that's going to be his place now, I don't know, but this, man, this is a sad, you know, game, like, no points in the second half, and only fitting, only fitting how the last play of the game, the Hail Mary that they threw, it bounces off of Keelan Doss, Alameda native mm-hmm. bounces off his face mask, there bounces off his helmet. But oh well, on to the chokers. We're going to Raider Nation South. We're going to take over that stadium. You know, see if we get that win. Ruben in Vegas was my saying: lose, lose, or tie. Raiders till I die. <laughs> I, was one, I appreciate you, Ruben. Man, I was just showing off. You know, uh, my mom, Uncle Mosh's oldest sister, is in town, and I was showing off that sign he sent to us from the groundbreaking there in Vegas. And, uh, man, it's, it's, a, it's such a cool sign. Welcome to Vegas Raiders. And that's good insight there, man, that the, the lot next to Gruden's house is still empty. And, uh, yeah, keep us posted on that because that's definitely curious uh, as, as we see that develop. All right, next up we're going to hear from our buddy. Uh, before you hit that, we yeah. do need to dispel that one rumor. What is that? Uh, that Q has arranged for Derek Carr to be on the show. <laughs> no i don't have any awareness of, no i think he's reserved for raider cody okay <laughs> uh, oh, I'm sorry. that was not a shot necessarily oh, no, that was pretty funny though that might have been a little bit of a shot well, all right we love y'all if you're a raider fan we love you cody all right let's go to <laughs> i'm gonna stop digging. moving right along uh-huh uh let's see who's next rico or rev let's go rico hey guys you know the voice so i try to be a straight and hide your ladies Hide him. Yeah, put him in the other room. Clear. Uh, there was a play in the last game that we lost. Yes, I'm talking about it. Uh, that define who we are, who we've, we, we've been through the whole season. And we be some boldsless and uh, testiclesless team. That's what we are and what we've been. Because um, the play is a fourth and one. We pound the ball. 
Now, I listened to John Gru, the press conference. He, he said, I, I don't regret to do it. Well, you, you should regret to do it because uh, you can turn around this game all the time you want. This and a lot of other losses that we have this year. And also win. And um, you can turn around this game like a sock and, uh, and blame it on, on a receiver, blame it on a quarterback, blame it on the defense, blame it on whoever you want, blame it on the referee uh, if you want. Uh, but I blame it on the mentality. That's the wrong mentality. You got the chance to put away the game and you got to roll the dice because you can't feel it. You got, you got to give guts. You got to put trust in your players. Uh, I was speaking with a friend of mine from the Booster Club. He said me, throw me that, that thing. I'm not in statistics and all that bullshit, but I can tell you oh, that. Hey. He said me, from the third quarter, we are 101 to 20. That means that the coaching staff can't react at the game that we are playing. So you got to go for it. You invest all the money on an offensive line. You got fullback like Alec Kingold. You draft a guy like Josh Jacobs. The last game in Oakland, the atmosphere is high. The fans want that and they deserve what they want. You have to go for it. And that's why you lose the game. And let me tell you that I'm a, I'm a, I'm, I'm a, a chucky guy, but this is on you, man. This loss is all on you. You got to roll the dice, go for it. Now I'm telling you this next game, LA is our house. This is a rival. Don't care if you got a chance for the playoff or whatever it is. Just play as a Raider. Go there, be nasty, trick plays, and get the W. Anyway, I want to pay all my respect and support to uh, all the Oakland fans. And uh, I'm telling you this, uh, wherever you are in whatever part of the world and whoever you are, I got your back. With all this say, love you guys, and I'm out. Right on, Rico, oh, man. He's Rico. the best, man. He's so funny. I love it, man. You know what? I love his passion, man. He's all, you know, like, let's just, you know. <laughs> so so in the chat, okay. <laughs> Pirate75 <laughs> says, I'm sweating. Is that wrong? <laughs> and, of course, the chat, we're talking about how wonderful Rico's voice is, right? Oh, my gosh. And everybody's saying he needs to do books on tape and somebody. So Ron goes, hey, Pirate. If love and Rico is wrong, I don't want to be right. <laughs> Rico, man, you're the best. You're the best, Rico. We love your Raider passion first and foremost, but you got a killer voice and oh. accent, man. And oh man, you, you, you Rico set the chat suave. up. That's great. That's great. All right, we got two more, and then let's get out of here. Uh, let's go to Jersey and hear from our buddy Rev Raider. What's going on, Murph? Uncle Mosh, Young Swago, Rev Raider caller from Jersey. <clears throat> Just want to give my thoughts of the last week, man. It's a rough one, you know, end of an era in Oakland, but it is what it is. We just got to keep it pushing, you know. Uh, of course, secondary kind of failed us in the end of the game and stuff like that. Um, some bright spots, but a lot of negatives, you know. It's just a series of unfortunate events a lot, man. 
I just got to look at it that way. Little pieces here and there and stuff like that. Like I said before, it's not the elephant that bites you, it's the mosquitoes. So the little things. But um, not to mention the ref didn't do us any favors at the end of the game, man. I really feel like they sodomized us while we was taking the poop because they did us so dirty. Um, but, and Carlson, Come on. Like, this dude, man, Jeez. he's actually I been in the slump with field goals since we played the Jets. And I noticed that when he was practicing at the beginning of the game, pregame, he was missing a lot of field goals then. But it is what it is. They want to stick with him, so Wait it is what it is. But I'm looking for there was a there was a beep. Did you hear that? Yeah, what was that? That's that's a smoke alarm. I think we're gonna oh. have we're gonna have the nine volt squad here before too long. Oh. Here we go. Forward to the rookies though, man. If you look at Cleveland Farrell, a lot of people don't realize he's doing a lot of things that go unnoticed. And you gotta pay attention to how he blows up plays. Trayvon Mullen. That kid looked like he got kicked out of school because of recess because he ain't trying to play no games out there. <laughs> and then the dudes that were missing, man, they're they're going to be dope too, including Josh Jacobs. So we just got to keep looking towards the future. Hopefully we win these next two games, but the way we're playing in the second half, highly doubtful. But that's all I got. Love uh-huh. I heard it. I heard it. Peace. I heard it again. You heard it again? Okay, hold on. Let's go back to the end here. Let's, let's hit the tape. The way we're playing in the second half, highly doubtful. That's all. Ah! <laughs> uh, we appreciate you, Rev Raider. Appreciate the call in. And uh, you have joined now Beto as part of the Nine Volt Club. Uh, I we love appreciate it. appreciate you. All right, next up, let's hear our last call tonight. Let's hear from our buddy in Denver, Hardcore Raider. What's up, Murph? Uncle Mosh, Swag Jeff, Cue the Cap Dog, and of course, Mojo Raider. This is Hardcore Raider coming at you. Haven't called in for a good minute, but uh, still diehard, made man, Raiders fan, radio listener. Just want to talk about a topic that something that kind of got me heated. I've been thinking about as we're ending this in Oakland. And uh, first of all, I'm going to look at the spec in my own eye. Last year, you know, I was like against uh, a lot of Raider fans calling them out, telling them to walk the plank, jump ship, you know. And I want to apologize for that. Um, it was actually uh, – uh, when you interviewed me after the Broncos game, which we thought was going to be the last game, I went and talked to some hardcore Raider fans that were from East Oakland, the kind of dudes you don't mess with, if you, if you know what I'm saying. And, you know, my, my take before that was, like, all about the move and, like, you know, anybody against, you know, the Raiders and hating on them, you know, to kind of fight against them, tell them walk the plank. But once I went to that game and I talked to the, du- the dudes that have been, like, holding it down for a long, long time, uh, I, I changed my take. Because what I realized is, like, you know, those guys are the ones that uh, have been supporting this team no matter how many losses we've had. And, uh, you know, going to the games where, you know, uh, me being out of market, I haven't had a chance to. And so it made me realize, like, you know, their perspective. Now, I don't agree with Dr. Death and a lot of these guys that are, like, hating on the Raiders and stuff. And that was kind of why I waged war, telling people to walk the plank. Because, you know, uh, I felt like that hate was killing the team. But what I want to say is that, um, you know, I, I changed my take. I softened some blows, and I realized, like, those fans, we wouldn't be who we are today without the Oakland Raider fans. And, again, I don't agree with Dr. Death and, like, you know, hating on the team. You know, I'm not against the mood of Vegas, but, you know, for me or anybody else telling, like, other Raider fans to, like, not join us or not be part of the Raider Nation anymore and to, to slap them, it just blows my mind because – we wouldn't be who we are without the Oakland Raider fans. You know, we, we go there 
no matter what ethnicity or background, and they welcome us with, with welcome arms. They show they treat us like family, and then all of a sudden we're going to turn their ba- our back on them and like slap them upside the head like a redheaded stepchild. I mean, Uncle Mosh, dude, you need g- give us a history lesson, man. We need a history lesson about our roots, where we came from. Google, I see you coming, man. But you know, the Oakland Raiders even started as the bastard children of the world, man. So you know what? No, man, we can't turn our back on the other fans and say, screw that. We need to represent Raider Nation proud, man, and unite as one nation, Raider Nation. Google, I see you. Don't, don't make me have cap, uh, you know, cue stick a cap in, in that tail. But um, all right, man, this is hardcore Raider. I'm out. Love you guys. Mosh, I'm going to shut up. I'm going to turn it over to you and then kick us off with a response to hardcore and the sizzler. Well, you know, hardcore... It's really easy to say, it's really easy to say, ah, if you don't like his jump ship, you don't like his jump ship. And, and I say that a lot, um, but I, but I got to remember that, you know, we as fans have the right to criticize our team. Okay. The same way in families, you have the right to criticize or to, to chastise or to, to uh, correct your siblings. Don't let nobody else do it. Don't touch anybody in my family. Don't make me stand up for them. Like we say, live or die, Raiders till I die, or whatever, whatever. But it's the same way. Right or wrong, blood is thicker than water. And if if people want to trash us that aren't part of us, then, then we're going to fight. You know, but trashing us amongst ourselves has got to be acceptable. You know, and 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 like I said earlier, I've been doing it for 50 years. You know, I don't like it when people talk bad about the Raiders. I don't like it when when Raider fans talk bad about the Raiders. But there's something about it's acceptable. You know, M- M- Mojo defends our, our, our country every day in his branch of the service. Okay. People want to talk bad about his branch of the service. He's gonna he's gonna go to hands, you know, because they ain't been in his branch of the service. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's that yeah, same thing. Yeah. It's that same thing. It, it's the same thing with us. So, you know, that whole thing about saying, ah, oh, you know, d- d- you're not a true Raider fan, or you need to check your fan number, whatever, whatever. No, you have that right to complain. You have that right to complain. Nobody else has that right to talk bad about us because that's our peeps. Right. You know, right. like, like, but it's different. We're going to talk bad about your peeps because <laughs> that's just, because that's really just who we are. Right. <laughs> but don't you talk bad don't about us. That. It's, 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 it's not a fair trade. Sorry. So in the seventies, when we're struggling to beat the Steelers, right. And then we finally get over there. Now, granted, you're a young, young man at this time. Uh, you're a, an early teenager. When you what, was there, is it because of social media? Was there rhetoric out there? Was it was there Raider fans that said, "Oh man, they're never going to get it done." Yeah, it, your uncle. Like, <laughs> oh, oh, really? <laughs> well, yeah, but but by the same token, he'd say, "Oh come on, Pittsburgh, you got to beat us again." You know? Oh man, I hate him. But but. He was still Raiders till he die, you know. You. But 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 don't let anybody else say that. I got you. Okay, you know what I'm saying, and yeah. that's and that's the whole. That's part of the La Familia, what we were talking about. That's what you do. Yeah, you know, and and that's part of what we are. That's the passion 
that we have that other fans, you mentioned a few of them. There's the cheeseheads, people that would, would wear Swiss cheese on their head in public. You know, there's Eesh. there's the Bears fans. I mean, my goodness, SNL, the Bears. Oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, there's, there's, there's a, 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 we're starting to, we, we got a little bit of respect for those folks in Buffalo. Oh, you know, Bills Mafia. They're man. having, yeah, they're having yeah. fun with it. But, but, but you don't see that. You don't see the Miami Dolphin fans act like that. You don't see, you don't see Charger fans act like that. You All don't three see of them. Ram, yeah, Rams <laughs> fans. Or, you know, h- how many Mahomes jerseys can you get in a room? Ugh. You know, you don't see the Queefs fans acting like that. But, but that's where, that's where Raider fandom, that's where that, 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 okay, you had to be an outsider if you were. You know, to be yeah. a Raiders fan. And that's why that was, that, was, that was the appeal, you know? And that's why when you're walking through the mall and you see somebody with a Raider hat and you go, hey, you know, Raider Nation. Yeah, right on, you know? And it's like all of a sudden it's like, yeah, that's, that's your peeps. Yeah. You know? So that's cool. I don't know. Gosh. That's it. Good stuff. That's- no, that's good stuff, man. Appreciate that. Appreciate Hardcore Raider. Real quick, before we turn over to Mosh for the Sizzler, I do want to shout out Hardcore Raider and his channel. Uh, he recently had Mojo on there. He's got a great idea to get Raider content creators, fan creators together on like a weekly or bi-weekly basis and uh, to talk about the team, talk about what's going on. And it's a great idea. It's I love that, that concept of pulling in people from different podcasts. I believe Kenny Stapler from, from Pillaging is going to be on. Uh, I'm going to join him uh, early part of January. Look forward to that. Appreciate you, Hardcore Raider. Appreciate your passion. And uh, and again, just another example of, uh, you know, uh, of, of folks around this community that have now started to build their own content, build their own channels, and, and, we, and we love that. All yeah, right, yeah. The, the more that we can talk about our team, Heck with, yeah. with, you know, with, within our group, you know, I mean, we've seen it. We've seen it in our world. By you know our our recruiting swaggy, you know we've yeah, we've seen yeah. that and he's all in and I love that. Watch you know? Raiders another Watch Raider in our channel tonight. I know he was another one on 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 uh, on Hardcore Show and uh, he's a content creator and has uh, you know a great uh, you know great insight uh, to the Raider Nation. So good stuff there. Anyways, we love y'all and Mosh. Go ahead. We're way over time. Remember when we were going to do a ninety minute show? Show. 90 oh minutes. my gosh, take us home. All right, so we heard from the Capo to start with and. Uh, and then Raider Dave, your buddy Raider Dave, get if it's a really funny shout out. Started the day off talking about car not being able to play in the cold, and then uh. Kevin had a couple calls. He brought in some people. He was some guests, and uh, he was telling us a little bit about how he was pensive about the end of the game when they were taking down the banners and all that stuff. He should have went over there and got one of them. Uh, you, Story, and Steve <laughs> talked about flashbacks. Almost got a little song out of him tonight. Ruben in Las Vegas, lose, lose, or tie, Raider till I die. <laughs> Come on, Ruben, did you have to do that? Uh, and of course, uh, uh, Rev joining the nine volt. Love Rev, man. Uh, you know, hardcore finished us up there just now talking about how we are still Raider Nation. You know, he's and, and it was a really good take. I love that, Rico. Testiculous. <laughs> and turn those sucks around. You know, I just, I love this guy. He just kills me up. But uh, I did it early on, and there was a big call for it. Oh. There was a big call for BRT, man. Oh. And they were talking about how it was a Fanny Award winner, in addition to being this week's Sizzler. 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 Man, it was uh, such a such a good night for calls, and uh, you know we're just uh, we're just excited when they call, and uh, 
man, it's it's hard it's hard to say who's the best, especially when you got somebody like when you got when you got that voice in there. You know, oh. and, he's, and he's doing that stuff, and he's just oh man. <laughs> we are Metallica, and we are here for your Oakland Raiders. You know why we are here, and we ain't playing around today. From The Walking Dead to errant Jedi Knights. Raiders fans are a rogues gallery. Mosh, appreciate you uh, joining us here in the fan cave tonight and uh, appreciate all of you that have joined us in the chat. Appreciate Pirate 1975, Tyrone Graves, Full Metal Mexican, Rick Avi, Watts Raider, Hardcore Raider, Franklin 83, Darth Vader Raider, Chucktown Raider, Full Metal Mexican, Ron the Mater Raider. Appreciate you holding down the chat and uh, regulating those Chiefs fans. Appreciate Kevin the Raider Nerd. Appreciate Town Business, Foxy Scorpio, Mark Thompson. Uh, just a great night in the chat tonight. Hey, First and foremost, Merry Christmas to all of you or uh, whatever it is that you choose to celebrate in this holiday season. Uh, much love to, to all of you in, in the way that you support us. And, and uh, remember, it's family first, man. Family way before football and, and after your faith, man. And uh, so for uh, Uncle Mosh, uh, or I'm going to turn it over to Uncle Mosh, for Swaggy, um, and, uh, and, and as we've been named in the chat, Murph Thugs in Harmony and the Mosh Tang Clan. <laughs> Let me turn it over to the one and only, one and only Uncle Mosh to take well, us home. Murph, thanks for everybody that was listening to us tonight. You know, uh, it, it's been a great night. We missed old Swaggy. He's not here, but he's out celebrating his wife's birthday, Miss Chris, and we just love yes. her to death. Yes. And she's the best. She lets us she lets us have Swaggy once a week to play with, and uh, we appreciate that. So, everybody, Merry Christmas. Have a happy and a safe new year. And remember, CDB for anxiety. <laughs> Thanks for listening tonight. <laughs> For Murph, this is your old Uncle Mosh, and you've been listening to Raiders Fan Radio, where we take a lighter side journey into the dark side. What happens in Vegas started in Oakland. We needed this win. We needed to send Oakland out in a good way. And for you to do this to us, John Gruden, I'm not happy, and I'm very pissed off right now. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. In a not-so-quiet corner of Northwest Georgia... There's a little town where the moonshine gives you visions. Where ghosts race along the back roads. Where criminals gather at the edge of town and stalwart guardians defend the streets. Welcome to Garfield's Crossing. We're now funding a full voice cast version of our podcast on Kickstarter. To follow the campaign, look for Garfield's Crossing on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. 
See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com.